1: Aloha and welcome back, fellow shifters, light guardians, dreamers within this beautiful holographic matrix. My name is Brendan, Mystic spider Spider-Man, Skull Babylon, WolfShield, welcoming you to another one of our inspirational team broadcast podcasts that we do here on behalf of the Paradigm 2 Central Project for another one of our Synergy Circles, Free Flow Conscious Discussions Thank you so much for being here. I'm excited to be able to dive deeper into the mysteries of the universe once again. And as always, I am joined by some fellow amazing leading members within the community. So let's get right into this fellow leading members, inviting you to gently unmute your microphones and make some noise and send some love out to all the people who are tuned into this broadcast. So let's get those wolf howls going. Beautiful. All right. Thank you again, everyone, for joining us. Uh, we got Rachel we've got Chris and we've got Kristen who are joining us here tonight for those of you tuned in on YouTube please do us a favor and drop an 1111 in the chat to be able to let us know that you are tuned in uh, you may notice tonight that there might be like a little bit of a delay and a lag within the video I apologize in advance for that that's something to do with my computer I honestly think it's just because of the heat in my apartment right now but if you tune into the other ones you know that's hopefully uh, not gonna be a persistent thing but nonetheless just focusing on the audio and we might be able to resolve that as we go so thank you again everyone for your patience so for those of you who are tuned in thank you for being here if it is your first time here drop a 333 in the comments to be able to let us know and for those of you tuned in on tiktok or instagram right now Be sure to click the link in my profile to be able to jump over, to be able to tune in and join the discussion on YouTube with the YouTube chat. So setting the intentions for this circle, for this broadcast, this is, again, another one of our free flow conscious discussions. And so if you've tuned in for the one from the past week, you have an idea of what to be able to expect. This is an opportunity for us to be able to come together as community to be able to practice exploring the metaphysical mysteries, conscious concepts, what this spiritual journey is really all about. So again, the core of this is about practice, practicing sharing insight, wisdom, inspiration, diving deeper into these topics. And so what we're going to do, we're going to start with one particular topic and then we're going to see where the fractal unfolds. And this night's topic we're actually going to start off with is going to be the the topic of reincarnation. So this is this is a hot topic to be able to start off with, and then from there we'll just kind of see where it branches into. And again, that's part of the practice. So before we do that, of course, just want to be able to encourage people to check the links in this video to be able to explore more of the project. If you're not already yet, you can follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Mystic Spider-Man. And again, a huge thank you to our Patreon supporters who help make these broadcasts possible. Patreon is a website where you can contribute monthly contributions, but when you sign up to our patreon you can also join as a leading member within the community and leading members have the option to be able to join on air for these broadcasts that we do once a week on thursdays at 8 pm eastern standard time as well as our other collaborative work periods that we do during the week to support each other as conscious creators and and leaders access to the rest of our team chat, access to me as a conscious media creation code, discount for the shop, lots of really cool stuff. So again, if you're interested in being able to learn how you can dive deeper into the community and you're in a position where you can support financially, be sure to check out the Patreon. But a reminder that your support in all forms is equally appreciated. So simply by you being here and absorbing the inspiration of these broadcasts and carrying it with you, it is all equally important. So thank you again, everyone for being here. And so again, as we prepare to get into this discussion what we're going to do we're actually just going to start with like a little bit of a meditation and then from there we'll begin the topic we'll begin this discussion this broadcast will go we're going to keep a time limit on it for about two hours give or take and then near the end of it we'll conclude with a little bit of a meditation and again a reminder for those of you who are tuned in live right now please feel free to invite your friends to be able to join in even if you want to be able to like take a picture if you're watching us on your computer and then tag me on instagram and let people know they can tune in through my bio Or you can share this direct link with people individually and let them join in because I guarantee you there's going to be some like topics tonight that are going to just kind of like shift your paradigm, expand your mind. And that is exactly what this is all about. No one has all the answers, but when we come together with the little pieces, hopefully we can help create more of a, a better understanding of this bigger picture that we are living and experiencing together. So. Thank you again, everyone, so much for being here. And with that said, let's get into a little bit of a meditation and then we will begin our discussion. So again, the intention here is coming together as a team coming together as a team of shifters, people who are intentionally helping assist with the shift in consciousness. And if you are tuned into this broadcast and you get a kick out of these discussions and you're interested in the spiritual awakening that's happening in the world right now, then please, by all means, feel free to think of yourself as a shifter or as a light guardian. And so as shifters, as light guardians, let us help create this space, help us gather around this this round table and, and what we'll do, we'll kind of meditate and visualize us I like to visualize as kind of like sitting in a circle in a yoga studio, cause that's actually the origin of these style of circles. This digital version of the broadcast uh, basically began as physical meetings that I've been facilitating for the past 10 years. And now we're doing it more of like a virtual style. So yeah, I hope that by you listening to this broadcast, it inspires you to either just continue the conversations or perhaps even facilitate your own conscious community meetups where you are in the future when it's applicable. So with that said, let's get right into a little bit of a meditation. Thank you again, everyone. And yeah, let's, let's have some fun tonight. So Just taking a moment here, inviting everyone to close their eyes. And as you close your eyes, gently, as you listen to my voice, just straighten up your spine, relax your face and begin connecting with your breath. Deep, gentle inhales through the nose of the mouth. and Nice, soft, gentle exhales, allowing your body to relax. As we just drop into this vibration of intention, and in this moment, I want you to kind of visualize yourself here with us in this beautiful, beautiful studio. Again, I kind of like, I like to imagine it as like a wooden floor yoga studio with brick walls and windows with light coming in. And just take a moment here to just kind of look around the circle and just see the faces of the other people here. Faces you may recognize, faces that are new, but... Just honoring the fact that each one of us here is spirit, is soul, is consciousness, is a sacred mirror. Practicing the art of reflecting upon one another so that we can see more of ourselves. So just take a brief moment here to just kind of express your gratitude for those who are with us in the circle, for those of you who are tuning in in the future as well. you just see those smiling faces and even just bring a hand to your heart and just allow yourself to be in this place of gratitude and we'll carry this vibration with us throughout this throughout this discussion here today so just take a moment here to breathe in your own silence beautiful and gently from here we'll uh Bring a little bit of a gentle smile to our face as we feel the anticipation rising. We're like, oh man, let's dive deep tonight. And gently, when you're ready, holding on to this gratitude, keeping it in your heart, gently open your eyes and return your awareness to the space around you beautiful or you could you could, you, you could keep your eyes closed and listen to this entire broadcast and just imagine us here in your imagination with you so whatever works for you it's totally cool so beautiful all right so with that said let's get into this discussion again like i said we've got about two hours to dive deep into this we'll start off with the topic of reincarnation and so i'll hit upon this real quick and then we're just going to pass the talking stick we'll pass the microphone and then from there people can briefly introduce themselves uh, for anybody that you he- that you hear on the broadcast today we'll make sure to include their information in the show notes down below so for those of you who are tuned in on youtube please feel free to engage in the comments what are your thoughts on reincarnation start leaving those comments down in the chat and we'll share those on air as well so reincarnation for me starting from the infinite beginning I think for me, reincarnation was always a topic that I was fascinated by because I think reincarnation was one of those terms that was kind of like already known before I even really knew what spirituality was, you know, it was kind of like something where like way back in the day when I was like growing up in school and, you know, we had our religion class and everything like that. uh, I remember just kind of like, even when I was younger, like studying about world religions and be like, oh, you know, like here's. Here's Catholicism. Here's, you know, Judaism and everything like that. And then like, and then you start getting into like Buddhism and then you start getting into like Hinduism and everything like that. And it's just like, oh yeah, well, you know, within Hinduism, they have this idea that like the soul comes back onto earth time and time again. To be able to learn lessons, to be able to grow, and to be able to, uh, be able to like release karma or heal karma or something like that, and we'll talk a little bit about karma as well because I think that's a topic that's a term that is worth exploring and even trying to define. And so, for me, as I just kind of uh, again practice kind of listening to my heart and, and just exploring this topic here together, to me, I think reincarnation is an incredibly fascinating topic that definitely helps us gain a bigger understanding of not only what the journey of the soul is, but also kind of like what the purpose of this earth plane is so to speak because you hear a lot about people talking about how like earth is a school earth is a school for souls and so for me reincarnation from like a logical perspective it always kind of made sense um it, it i just found it hard to believe that you know uh we would kind of exist into, into this incarnation be born be this beautiful luminous being and go through this existence live learn acquire all of these experiences. And then at the end of the life, it's just as if, you know, like the universe just like takes our file and just drags it into the trash bin and then empties the trash bin, you know, like on a computer file. I'm like, I'm like, that doesn't really seem practical. Like that doesn't seem like it makes sense. This universe is incredibly resourceful. And that's something that you can observe. It does a really good job of being able to like put forth this best effort of conserving energy and also information. And then for me, you know, I was just like, well, wouldn't it make more sense that instead of after an entire lifetime, that information literally goes somewhere, you know, maybe it kind of like goes up into the cloud, into the cloud consciousness, into the oversoul, into the collective hive mind. But wouldn't it be interesting if it actually kind of like led from one life to the next? And so even though here we are, you know, we measure our existence from our birth to our death. But what if it's not quite like that? What if our existence can literally be measured like over multiple, multiple, multiple lifetimes? Because the fact is, and this is kind of like already starting to branch into another topic we go through our life where we literally will be like born and we will die multiple times in one lifetime. So to speak, I'm kind of putting air quotes on that. You know, there will be parts of us that will die. There will be parts of us that will be born. And so would the soul go through a similar thing where, you know, like on our perspective, here we are kind of going through this existence and we're we're being born and we die, you know, kind of like without us even knowing, knowing it. But then- on a bigger scale, would the soul's journey literally be from lifetime to lifetime to lifetime, continuing to continuing continuing, and then within that, this is where we'll kind of get into the discussion. You know, like like what is the goal? You know, like you you talk about the the concept of samsara or even nirvana, the idea of being able to like. Escape the wheel of reincarnation is that the goal? Is that really the goal that that souls are are here to do? Would you want to do that? The person listening to this would you want to escape the wheel of simsara or would you actually choose to come back here, so to speak? So again, there's a lot of things to be able to dive into, and the other thing I'll just mention here real quick, and then I'll pass the talking stick. This concept of reincarnation, I think it kind of favors this idea of being able to perceive things from a linear perspective but I do not think that it is actually um, kind of like grounded in a linear perspective. Our perspective of time is linear, but from the soul's perspective, this is where you start getting into the idea of like, is it really reincarnation? If all of our past and future lives are existing simultaneously, like is that reincarnation? Or like is our past life and our future life literally happening right now. It's all now, man. It's all now, man. So anyways, let's dive a little bit deeper. And again, none of us here are like, I mean, well, I was going to say none of us here are experts in reincarnation, but lo and behold, I guess we've done it a bunch of times. Like I guess, right. And another thing we're going to talk about a little bit later in the broadcast, I want to be able to bring up the concept of old souls and new souls. And I want to be able to introduce something there that, that will help actually change some of the perspective Uh, On that, and also kind of like get into bending time and everything. So with that said, let's pass to the talking stick and and let's explore this a little bit further. And again, this is all just practice. So for those of you who are tuned in, I hope this conversation inspires you. I hope it sparks some ideas. I hope it kind of charges your spiritual battery, feeds your curiosity. And also I hope it, 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 like again, see this as an invitation for you to be able to join in for future broadcasts if you feel called. So thank you again, everyone, for being here. We'll read some of the comments on the YouTube chat as we go. So give me a hand up for whoever wants to answer for, for whoever we want to pass the talk and stick to next. So whoever wants to jump in. All right, we'll pass it. We'll pass it to, we'll pass it to Rachel first, and then we'll pass it to Chris first. All right. Okay, cool. So Rachel, we'll pass it over to you. Rachel, welcome back. And you can, you can briefly introduce yourself and when you're ready, dive right in, go for it.
2: Good evening. I am Rachel. Um, I was here for last week's broadcast for my first time. Um, I'm a little less nervous this week. Um, Really excited to talk about the topic of reincarnation today. Um, I guess for starters, um, my first awareness or thoughts in this lifetime about the prospect of reincarnation, I think my first real Deep thought process about it was actually when I was studying abroad in Ireland. I had a very deep discussion with a classmate walking um, Through the fields and actually um, coming across some old castle ruins and we were discussing the prospect of Matter being created but never destroyed and how our energy is infinite and continues on forever and forever and ever and ever Um, and so the idea that once our energy exists, it has to go somewhere. And the idea that it just dissipates into the ethers of the world is kind of, like Brendan was saying, it, it makes more sense to think that it's thrown back into the cycle of, of life, um, whether it's here on this planet or somewhere else out in the universe, um, or whether we came from somewhere else in the universe to this planet, um, it's, it's pretty cool to think about that prospect um, and for me uh, a big part of reincarnation is the idea that we are all energy and i actually am really fascinated by the idea that our energy isn't necessarily our own it is like all part of the same source like we do come from this same universal energy and the idea that we have picked up energies from different experiences in different time periods. Um, I hope this makes sense. (laughs) Um, But the idea that um, we, sorry, I'm losing my train of thought, um, that we could potentially be the um, coming together and meshing of different energies, even from the same lifetime. So to say that, um, you might have energy that's come from different experiences, different lifetimes, all from that same time period, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at. Um, and that, um, gosh, I feel like I'm all over the place here with this thought process now, but, um, sorry. Um, Also, one more thought and then I'll be done for now because I'm quickly losing my train of thought. Um, But the idea that at the moment of conception, like we are all just energy, like when we die, we do just go back to the energy that's in the air all around us and that when a a new life is conceived, that energy is pulled in to create that new life. Um, So the idea that we could be, like, our energy in this lifetime might not necessarily be one person per se, that we could be multiple different energies, like, from different things that have died in the area around where we were conceived. I hope that makes sense. Um, I'll sign off for now, because I feel like I'm getting a little... um, scattered brain here. But, not a um,
1: problem like a, a, again you know like the whole intention here is, is practice and and again like like this is this is ex- the fact that it's just like oh you know like y- you can feel a sense of yourself as you're like this is really hard to kind of like grasp our 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 like you know primitive human linear brains around and, and i think that's again like part of part of the excitement behind being able to to approach this because again you know like it's it's something that is like very multi-dimensional uh by nature and, and so again you know like it's all just practice it's all just practice so again i appreciate you rachel you, you taking a swing at that and and yeah you know like it, it there's there's a lot of ideas in relation to to reincarnation where you can start kind of like peeling back the layers and stuff and um kind of like what you were alluding to uh had me thinking i'll just say this real quick and then we'll pass over to chris where it's like you know are we literally just one linear soul or do we almost become like an amalgamation of multiple souls, so to speak? Like, can, you know, can multiple people have a connection to the same past life? Um, This is where it's like, you know, like, is there a piece of Einstein in all of us? Like are we a little bit of like Einstein reincarnated in all of us or something like this? And this is where it starts to get interesting because it's like now we're kind of at this point where there's just like this, This is this like explosion of just like dynamic chaos within our personalities in terms of like how many how many different types of humans there can be. And, And I feel like maybe a part of that is because like each and every single one of us has like the sprinkles of like various humans that have come before us, you know? So like, this is where it starts getting interesting with reincarnation. And, and there's another thing I want to talk about when it comes to like discernment uh, in relation to uh, kind of like figuring out our own past lives and everything like that. Um, you know, where like some people will be quick to kind of jump on to the idea of like, oh, like, you know, like, oh, like I was like, I was like a prince of in, in Egypt in a past life and everything like that. And that's a, that's a, that's a fan, fantastical idea and everything like that. But at the same time, it's like, were all of us a Prince of Egypt in a past life? Like, does, does it work that way? And again, I'm not saying a hundred percent whether or not I know for certain, um, but it's almost as if like any life that has existed uh, also exists as like an archetype also exists as like an energy, like, like a, like an energy package or something like that. And then maybe each of us can kind of like incarnate and there's like a little bit of, of this and that inside of us, opposed to it just being, purely just kind of like a to b linear as we might try to comprehend it to be um but again let's just keep exploring deeper chris you ready i'll pass it over to you all right okay when when you're ready chris go ahead jump right in
3: yeah so like yeah i wasn't like not paying attention or anything i was honestly just like you know writing down so much information like on the topic of reincarnation like yeah i wanted just to say like that what you were talking about was just kind of like um um you know like the excitement that can kind of like I feel like arise from talking about something like this is definitely like you know like apparent like within me like I like when you first said that you were like we're talking about that like I immediately you know like looked up like online just kind of like you know like some different like points that like I kind of like agreed with and stuff like that and just kind of like my own understanding um you know coupled with that and uh yeah so um like uh I feel like it's really interesting how, like, you know, the whole idea of reincarnation, like, you know, relates to, to our like, our subtle bodies and kind of like, you know, crafting this this light body, you know, like, or this diamond body. It's like, you know, like we, you, I don't know if anyone has heard that kind of terminology before, but it's like, you know, like, kind of crafting this this per- perfected body, but you know, it's this body that is made of like light and it's like, you know, like of like the subtle form. So like, you know, it's kind of this. Um, translation from like you know like a different density and you know like that's why they I feel like it can be connected to the whole idea too of you know just like the idea of like you know the different consciousness like you know and related relating that to density you know they talk about 5d consciousness and it's separate from 3d consciousness because it's not like this identification just with matter but you know like it's rather like you know seeing like the The soul kind of like being able to see itself at the level where it can like kind of like freely control and like play a part in in shaping and propelling its destiny kind of and like, you know, being like the ones that point point themselves in the direction of the destiny and kind of yet just not operating so unconsciously like, you know, like, I feel like that's the the path of the soul ultimately is like, you know, moving through these layers of just kind of unconsciousness and like, you know, you can even talk about that with like, you know, being the, the karma and yeah, like, you know, it enters into so many different things too because I'm just touching upon like, you know, like some very abstract areas of it. But then if you were to talk about it, I feel like in terms of like, um, you know, like our galactic heritage and kind of, you know, like where we came from and, you know, like just our, the influence of, you know, kind of different living life so- perhaps upon like you know different star systems and having like you know like different extraterrestrial like origins or connections and then you think about that whole idea yes like you know earth being as you were talking about more of this like classroom and you know it's really this planet you know to incarnate within like the physical vessel to like learn a lesson like learn the lessons of form (laughs) you know like i feel like to kind of like in one way or another like um live out your sole purpose or mission and I, I guess to you know it also plays hand in hand with you know the, the whole ascension process and just like helping earth to realize itself through us kind of like being put here with maybe like some amnesia and you know like kind of n- not memory of our true nature but it's kind of like that's like each incarnation we come in with that and like the period i think of time is shortened through which like you know we have to kind of go through the stages of like remembering kind of through successive incarnations so it's kind of like you know we will come in i feel like as we've already been here a number of times like with just a lot of information already like locked and loaded where we don't need to kind of keep going out and like discovering it because like our soul has already kind of like been imprinted with that information or like encoded with that so i feel like it's like really cool because like that goes into the whole idea of like old souls and maybe you know people come here and they already are chocked full of all this information and it's because like you know they're i guess like you know really nearing that kind of perfection or you know this is their like you know nearing their last incarnation and that's like where it really gets kind of interesting so yeah that's what i have to share
1: <laughs> awesome sweet thank you thank you chris and oh just giving two seconds here just popped up. Like two seconds, everyone. One second. One second. Go, computer. Come on, computer. <laughs> All right. I think we're good. Okay. Cool. All right. Okay. Cool. Sweet. All right. So yeah. A- again, you know, and 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 you and you and you mentioned to it. You alluded to it. Again, like you know, it's it's very easy to start talking about the concept of reincarnation and just kind of get focused on the idea of reincarnation being something that is kind of like you know within the realm of Earth, within the Earth realm and everything like that. I love calling it the Earth realm. I don't know. It just reminds me of like. Mortal Kombat or something like that. it's like the Warriors of the Earth Realm. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, you're right. Cause like, does reincarnation literally apply from other planets? And this is where you start getting into the idea of star seeds and everything like that. You know, where it's this idea of a of a cosmic lineage to to who we are, right? Um, so it's absolutely fascinating. So let's just keep diving in a little bit deeper. Again, we may just end up talking about reincarnation for this entire broadcast we're not gonna this broadcast won't end until we crack the mystery of reincarnation and if anybody here if you guys have any comments related to reincarnation we'll read some of the youtube chats after Kristen uh or anybody here you know like do you have any Do you have any best guesses of any past lives do you have experience with past lives and we can even talk a little bit about you know where does that information come to us from and again quick reminder for anybody who's just joining in yes i'm aware the video is like weird and laggy and delayed i apologize for that i don't know it's something to do with my computer today because my apartment's hot but thanks for understanding and nonetheless please let the uh, vibrations come through nice and loud through the audio so kristen we'll pass it over to you kristen thank you so much for joining us on air and when you're ready go right ahead
4: Hi, guys. Uh, So I've always really been fascinated with reincarnation, just in the fact that I'm very, uh, I've I've always been very interested in learning, um, trying to figure out what, how can we know about past lives? What what kind of information do we come in with? And how exactly do we tap into that? You know, um, everybody's, of course, there's lots of information out there. But um, I don't know, in particular, I've always been really interested in how reincarnation is reflected in nature and in animals. And just kind of, you know, thinking how as souls, whenever we experience living life as, say, a dog or as a tree, the two totally different experiences I can imagine, Um, and what you would learn and what you would bring into your next life, uh, it's fascinating to think about what exactly as humans we learn and what we're bringing into our next lives. If we're bringing our human experiences, what we've learned here to a better the future for humankind, or if it's for all of Earth. Um, You know, I personally, I've not had a lot of experience with past life or reincarnation, but I did have a friend who was very intuitive with it. And he had a lot of information about his own past life. And um, it was always really interesting to hear his perspective on, um, you know, he would have visions, so to speak, of what exactly his past lives were. And how the people in his current life would affect those relationships so for example um, you know he he said that I was in his past life his lover okay so he was very drawn to me very connected always wanted to talk and connect and um, I did feel a very strong connection with him however I did not see that um, past life situation being a positive one and so rather than trying to uh, I guess, grow on that. I just used it to learn and really, you know, thought about, so what, you know, if we were, if that was the case, what, you know, what happened that we can learn from. And I don't know, it's, it's, it's hard. It'd be nice if there was some way that we could just unlock our, the memories that we have encoded in our DNA and just be able to say, you know, oh, I'm going to hold this crystal. I'm going to say this meditation's, you know, and we're going to go through this experience and we're going to be able to know, but I guess it's a little more interesting when we get to learn and, and do our research or have, you know, experiences that remind us or, um, you know, memories, or I guess, like I said, everybody experiences them differently. Personally, I, I don't have any of my own that I can recall, but um, I've always very much related to being an old soul and I've always kind of just taken things slowly. And um, I don't know, it's kind of interesting to think like whenever you're, out for a walk and you feel connected with the trees why do you feel connected with the trees is it because maybe you lived as a tree once and you know you can read that um feeling of just being able to breathe the air and feel the earth and you know how, how else as humans do we understand that because we've never stuck our roots into the ground or breathed the air through our you know skin We we have lungs and cells and i don't know it's it's definitely an interesting topic <laughs>
3: Awesome. Thank
1: you. Thank you, Kristen, for, for adding that. And that's interesting that you, like, you, you know, someone who's been able to kind of like talk more about that. Um, and, and again, I'm going to read some of the comments in the chat for those of you who are just kind of adding your own to your own voices discussion. Now, did, did your friend, like, did they say like where their information came from at all?
4: So he always got his information through dreams. Still to this day, he's always getting his information through dreams. So um, and he says it's very vivid. it's not uh, it's not much to what dream state is like. it's more it's it's very much a memory, a very strong, powerful memory he wakes up knowing exactly what happened, everything down to the feelings, down to the colors. I mean, he could write two pages about um, you know a, a memory that was transmitted to him through his dreams, and it's uh yeah, it's definitely, definitely admirable. <laughs>
3: Hmm.
1: Yeah, and and so that's the thing, right? Like, because I think like with reincarnation, I think um even for people who are kind of maybe even new to the to the spiritual realm of you know what all of these fantastical topics, you know, they're quite alluring in a lot of ways. And I I think it's important to remind ourselves that like you know if you don't remember your past life and everything like that, that doesn't make you any less special. It doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. It doesn't mean you're broken or something like that. Um, I think, like literally, even before we come into this incarnation, there's almost like an agreement that we make where it's just like like, how much would you like to remember from your past life, and it'd be like be like, You know what, like only what I need to, only what I need to, and that's an interesting way of putting it because you know I think in a lot of ways. Um, becoming fully aware of our past lives would, in a sense, almost be impractical, you know? Because because there could be even some stuff like from a past life that, you know, maybe it's like really heavy or something like that. Or again, you know, it could be just something that's like really, uh, it, it, it could just kind of like change your perception of who you are. So I think the fact that, you know, we're, we're given this opportunity where we don't remember our past life, but the information from that past life is still kind of encoded into our being. And this is where you start kind of getting into this idea of like different like skills and traits and abilities um, that people naturally kind of like grow up into. Uh, And this is something where it's really interesting because with what Kristen was saying, you know, um, there's like kind of there's a couple ways to kind of look at things where it's like we are who we are um, because of our DNA. But then there's also kind of like our soul as well. So like our soul could have like lived in an incarnation that was from a completely different Family, You know, it doesn't necessarily mean that the soul was literally from XYZ family, so to speak. Um, but I know from my own experience that I mean, it, whether whether we're thinking of this as reincarnation or not, I think it is fascinating when we actually look at at our own family lineage. And we actually look within our own timeline of our family tree. And we actually begin observing some of the synchronicities that actually occur within our own family and everything like that. Um, So like, for example, a lot of us here who are already kind of like interested in the spiritual path and everything like that, I guarantee you, if you were to like look into your family tree, I guarantee you, like your grandparents or your great grandparents were probably also really curious and probably also kind of sought a lot of this, knowledge as well um a quick little tidbit is like even for myself i know that like my great grandfather was like also involved with like media and cameras like he worked for kodak during like world war ii and this was way before i even got into cameras and and like and like he, like that hat that I always wear, that like little like British boy hat type thing. Like he was British, and he always wore that hat. So with my grand grandparents as well, because um, I am half British. But even still, it's just kind of interesting where it's just like, whoa, you know, like even just there, there's like information that we carry with us from our DNA um, that actually kind of like lives through us as traits and this is where um again in addition to that you also get this idea of kind of like additional traits that can be kind of brought over with the soul it like is the soul like you know what is the soul really right like is it like a carrier of information a carrier of data um so to speak um so this is where again you know you get certain people who even Um, for example, would maybe have like really good dream recall or like naturally just like have like lucid dreams by default. Some people have this. Some people literally have this. Um, It's interesting to kind of speculate. Is that because maybe in a past incarnation, that was actually something that they worked on? You know, imagine spending an entire incarnation, like really just working on kind of like tapping into that multidimensional awareness and developing this dream awareness. And then, lo and behold, you pass on, and your physical body, you know, leaves you, and everything like that. But wouldn't it be cool if if the universe is just like, yo, like we see the work you did, let's carry that with you into the next incarnation? It's very much, again, this is where you start looking at it, and it's just like, wait a second, like that's like kind of like a video game, like that's really similar to a video game where you like go through a level and you acquire new skills and unlocks and everything like that, and then you bring them with you into the next level opposed to just leaving them behind um so it's kind of interesting even within this incarnation to kind of perceive it from that perspective of the things that we are cultivating and building and shaping and forming and crystallizing within ourselves is not something that is literally just going to go to waste but it is something that we can theoretically bring with us into the next incarnation but then you get into this whole other topic where it's like is that reincarnation process something that is just like automatically happening by default like it's just like you know like we're on a like a like a like a conveyor belt and it just kind of takes place as part of like gears within a bigger psychedelic spiritual factory or do we have to be able to like enter into the the state of death with like a certain degree of consciousness in order to be able to like bring some of this with us uh into the next incarnation so so there's again this is Those answers are hard to really know because it's not like I can just be like, oh, hey, like, let me just go find that out by like dying and coming back like you can't really do that. Um, so again, you know, there, there's there's a lot of topics here to, to be able to explore. Um, even the idea of like, where do we start to get information about our past lives? And even just what type of relationship are we developing with our fascination with our past lives? Because I think it's important to balance that. And I think it's important because again, I've I've seen this before where some people, they get like really attached to the concept of a past life or the story of a past life. And then it starts getting into this idea of just like, hold on a second. I'm not saying I don't believe you. But what I'm encouraging you to do is kind of challenge yourself and ask yourself, is this actually my past life or is this just like a story that I got really attached to and now I'm identifying with it as if it is my past life? Because that's like it's a little bit different. Right. So it's like, honestly, for me, like, do I have hints of my past life and my future life and my parallel lives? Yeah, I've got hints of it. But. Until I am in literally in like a higher dimensional plane or a higher dimensional being literally comes down to me and like shows me documents or like puts on a movie or shows, shows me some sort of psychedelic vision and is like, here is what you were in a past life. 100% period facts until that actually happens. Everything that I just have related to um, my theories related to a best life is my past life is a best guess and i ha- and i'm okay with that i'm okay with that you know like i i honor that because i think in a, in a lot of ways you know me being able to like honor the fact that like i don't really know what my past life was um is kind of a normal story but i think a big part of that is also kind of teaching us to kind of like you know don't don't hold on to the past because you are here in the present you know regardless of who you were in the past who are you here in the present? Who are you choosing to be here in the present? So we're gonna read some of the comments here on the YouTube, and then we're gonna dive a little bit deeper. Like I said, I mean, honestly, like we we can just keep talking about this topic. Um, what could be the majority of the broadcast? But we'll kind of like see where it links in with other stuff because a lot of things kind of branch into uh, the topic of reincarnation. I want to go back here and read some of the comments. Um, and it looks like it looks like Ashley is gonna join in on the chat here, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna bring Ashley in real quick. And uh, we'll just kind of keep the conversation going as I read some of the comments here and then we'll continue along as we go. So awesome. Hey, Ashley, thank you so much for joining and uh, please feel free to just get yourself comfortable. We're just going to keep along with the conversation here and uh, I'll make sure we'll pass it to you momentarily so again talking about reincarnation um i feel like i just have to kind of give a quick recap either for ashley or for people who uh just joined in uh again you know like there's an interesting way of being able to look at reincarnation and even though we like to look at it from kind of like our linear perspective is there another way to be able to perceive it where we can better understand you know not just the practicality of reincarnation but kind of like you know, the dynamics of this bigger soul journey that we are happening on. And this this is an interesting idea in itself. Is our present life actually affecting our past life right now? And is our future life affecting this present life? It starts to get really, really trippy, but we'll try and keep it kind of focused. So I just want to read some of the comments here real quick. Um, and then if anything, we'll just pass it over to, to Ashley soon. So... Da, 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 da authentic truth yo matt authentic truth thank you for joining in from tiktok says i feel like we are connected to our past and future carnations in the now and also if we can connect with our future selves and cleanse our past and present self of ourselves thank you matt for that comment and stella says i'm here to learn lessons about human experience this much i know just moving along here matt also says to avoid being stuck in the wheel of reincarnation so i would have a chance to to have the choice on a soul level to come back uh when called to or go somewhere else if needed beautiful thank you matt for that comment um Uh, lively soul says i feel like ancestrally lives are very connected absolutely and mm, 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 stella says rachel said something about location of birth and connections to others that seemed to mean something to me yes very fascinating says lively soul I think we are trees somehow. Baby trees. Exactly. And that was an interesting thing too. Rachel even just kind of mentioned, you know, like here we are talking about reincarnation. But like, yeah, like what about the idea of reincarnating as other beings? Like has any, does like, I would love to be able to hear from someone and they were just like, yeah, you know what? In a past life, I totally like was an eagle or something like that, or it's like just like something. And they're just like, but like really just allowing that to, again, kind of like hold a substance to it. Because again, you know, like imagine, and, and this is kind of another thing in itself, you know, like can you, can a, can a soul incarnate into another vessel with like the same degree of consciousness? Or is the consciousness purely divided, decided based on like the cognitive abilities of the brain and, you know, like the, the gray matter and everything like that. But imagine being like an eagle and still kind of knowing that it's just like, you know what, I'm just going to enjoy this life because next time I'm going to reincarnate as a human or something like that. Like imagine that, like having that kind of perspective where you're just a bird and you're just living it, knowing that next life you'll come back as maybe a human again. Maybe, we'll see. I like the idea of reincarnating as a tree though. That's a I always, man, that was, that was a big thing when, when I've, t- well, we'll talk about this a little bit later, but you look at trees and I'm like, man, there are souls in those things like the trees have souls, like the trees are guardians. They are like looking out over top of us. So anyways, we're going to dive uh, into this topic. And Ashley, thank you so much for joining again. Please feel free to just kind of jump in with this. I know you might not have heard the beginning of the conversation, uh, but we'll just kind of let the the fractal unfold wherever it may. So Ashley, uh, can I give a thumbs up? Are you ready for us to be able to pass it to you? and ashley is again one of our uh, members here on the team a fellow awesome conscious creator so ashley please feel free to introduce yourself uh briefly and then share a little bit of your thoughts on reincarnation again this is all just practice so ashley thanks for being here and when you're ready go right ahead
5: awesome thanks for inviting me Yeah, my name's ashley and let's see this is kind of making me think about a the tiktok video i made recently about spirit guides about relating different perspectives on that. And personally, I think in terms of connecting with um, spirits uh, that you believed have reincarnated, I do believe that they're different aspects of yourself and that most guides and beings and people that I connect with are just different versions of myself connecting with different timelines and different dimensions. And I kind of think that we've all been everything And that we connect to the elements in this specific lifetime because it serves a specific purpose in this lifetime. Because if we connected to everything all the time, that would just be overwhelming. And so everything just kind of um, energetically seeks one another and aligns in that way for this pathway of whatever is our um, sole purpose for this life. (laughs)
1: and so and and ashley do you do you even remember like even when you were younger kind of like being introduced to reincarnation at a younger age and kind of being fascinated by it because we were talking about that earlier how like reincarnation for a lot of us was almost like this kind of like introduction to this multi-dimensional concept of of what a soul goes through so um yeah if you want to just riff on that go for it
5: yeah, um, not really when I was younger, just because I was raised like Catholic and I wasn't honestly ever really exposed to different spiritual elements until I started seeking for them myself. Um, personally, the first kind of like feeling I had of reincarnation was <laughs> was the first time I ever watched. Uh, when I was 15, I watched um, the movie Atlantis And, you know, the Disney movie, Atlantis, that's like my favorite movie of all time. And something just, I was just so connected to what was happening. I was just like crying and I watched that movie every day for like like two months straight and I was just obsessed. And something just spoke in my heart and my soul that was different than I'm watching a movie and I am portraying emotions and have empathy or whatever. It was something deeper that made me think, this is reminding me of something from a different time that isn't fully realized right now, but is like, just speaking to myself, speaking to my soul. And yeah, that was kind of the (laughs) first incidence of like, huh, I think reincarnation is, is actually a thing, you know?
1: Yeah, that, that, and again, that was literally what we were talking about earlier in the broadcast. This idea of like, without even fully knowing what it is, it's just like, that's definitely a thing. Like, there's mm-hmm. something, there's something to there. Like, even within, you know, like the other religions, they wouldn't just, believe it unless there was something to it and this is where again you know i'm sure some of us have heard these these accounts of you know children who have been born with like these like full memories of past lives and then you know even crazy cases where they like find people that they knew from a past life and they identify them or they find places and objects from their past life so again there's almost like a science that can be followed up on this um, but again, you know, just the past life thing is so incredibly fascinating. And you mentioned the idea of like, you know, Atlantis and everything like that. And again, I think with the past life stuff, again, I think there's this, like this natural allure to it, um, that can be very exciting. But I think, again, it's very important to be able to approach it from a place of groundedness and discernment, uh, as well. Cause we are kind of saying, you know, for a lot of people who are getting new into spirituality, the concept can be like something where they're just like, they're like, oh, like I need to, discover my past lives in the same way they're like i need to astral project i need to open my third eyes and everything like that like honestly again like here i am you know x number of years into my spiritual journey and like i i don't know what my past lives are but again honestly like i think even for myself i feel like that was like a part of my choice like when i came here you know to to be able to kind of be like okay like i want to be who i am now allow any of that past energy to come through but again what you basically said Ashley and then we'll pass it over uh, even just to Rachel just kind of keep an order here but anybody else can jump in at any time um you said it this idea of like i think you know i think we've been everything and and that's that's kind of like what i feel too um this idea of kind of like our our kind of linear human mind wants to just kind of be able to focus in on like one thing and be like that's who i was i was i was from atlantis i was a prince i was an artist i was you know and and even the things that were like less admirable you know like i was a servant or things like that um whatever it may be um but again I, i think it's kind of like this idea that you know i think souls kind of function almost in like fractal families like i've never used that term before but but again i feel like even within us like who we are is not even just like one thing it's actually almost like an amalgamation of souls that we experience as like you know one thing so to speak again it's very hard to to even just try and put it into words but again that's exactly why we're here like i can literally just feel myself like talking about this and you can almost feel there's almost like some sort of mechanism built into the brain that almost prevents your mind from even being able to comprehend this. It's just like you get too far, and the universe is like, no, like you can't, you can't go past that. You can't fully understand that. You're like, yeah, it like starts to like your hardwire starts to fry up and stuff like that. Um, But yeah, there, there's another thing that I was going to mention. I'll just mention this real quick in relation to the concept of old souls and young souls. Again, I'm probably going to make a TikTok video about this within my series of, I'm going to make a, I'm probably going to do this, a series of like unpopular spiritual ideas or something like that, you know, because like I literally saw a video today and it it had like 25,000 likes and it was like, how to know you're an old soul. And so people naturally watch this and they're like, oh, please tell me, please tell me I'm an old soul. And then there's one thing, check, one thing, check, one thing, check, you know, and it's like, it's kind of generic and everything like that. It's just like, it's like, oh, you have deja vu. You experience synchronicities. um, You've been told you're an old soul. uh, You know, you have like recurring dreams or something like that. But this is my perspective on this. I think we are all old souls, every single one of us. I don't think there's such thing as a new soul, especially even from a linear perspective, right? Like, where are we measuring things from? Like, where's the start? Where's the end, right? Especially if it's all happening simultaneously. But I think what we do do, and this is is a little bit of a paradigm shift. This is going to be something that probably people have never really even thought about before. I think we take turns playing the roles of old souls and new souls. And I think what new souls are are actually souls that are kind of incarnating from this role of like a deeper state of amnesia, so to speak. So it's kind of like the old soul, new soul isn't actually like old and new. It's just kind of like less amnesia and more amnesia so so like does that make sense you guys kind of understand what i'm saying there so again it's kind of like literally as a what we identify as an old soul um is equally important as those of us who we identify as a new soul because the old soul uh helps it it kind of we kind of find our purpose as a quote-unquote old soul by being able to help teach others who may identify as new souls but again honestly for me like i don't like the idea of a new soul um i think it's again kind of just this idea of helping people understand that they are kind of infinitely old but they're just kind of like continuing to awaken to that um and again it's just kind of one of those things where within the spiritual community we have to be kind of mindful of how we use that language because it almost kind of like unconsciously creates like a little bit of a division or a hierarchy mentality where it's like i'm an old soul that means i'm special and you're a new soul you guys know exactly what i mean but anyways just something to keep in there where i just want to be able to like remind and empower each and every single one of us that you are actually all all old souls and by old i literally mean infinite i guess right like you know, old new is such a linear concept for our feeble little human minds when really we're just all infinite. But anyways, you get spoiler alert, I don't know, you guys already knew that, I guess. All right, let's pass it talking to the talking stick around. Um, anybody else wanna just jump in on this? Rachel, I'll pass it over to you. And and for those of you in the YouTube comment, keep leaving those comments. We'll read more on screen. And if this resonates, if anything resonates with you, drop an eleven eleven in the chat. Rachel, I'll pass it over to you. Go right ahead.
2: Okay, so I actually wanted to point out, um, you actually brought it up a couple times and Kristen brought it up, um, uh, the idea that past lives, like our memories of past lives, um, that we don't all necessarily have access to them the way some other people might find it easier to step into memories of their past lives. I just wanted to point out that uh, the way I understand it with, past life memories and regressions is sometimes we forget for a reason and um, we aren't ready to remember or there have been such traumatic things that happened to us in those past lives that it is in our best interest not to recall those memories. I'm actually getting chills down the back of my neck and spine talking about this now because I have done some past life regressions and only actually completed one successfully where it, it actually, it wasn't so much that I only completed the one successfully, but the other times I tried to do a past life regression, I fell asleep before I was actually able to get into the regression. Um, there's actually a really cool um, Twilight Zone episode about this. I don't know if anyone has seen that Twilight Zone episode that is about a woman who's um, a psychic and um, helps other people see their past lives in uh, by doing hypnosis, but she can never see her own past life and then um, ends up in a world where everyone is aware of their past lives and it's just utter chaos and everyone wants to die because they remember everything and there's no reason to be alive. Really cool Twilight Zone episode, I forget what it's called. Um, But the one past life regression that I actually did, um, gosh, probably two or three months ago um, that was actually really relevant to what was happening in my life at the time and what's been happening in my life recently Um, so I feel like it's almost like we remember things when we're ready to remember them and when they are relevant to our life now, as Brendan was saying, like, we don't want to forget who we are now in this lifetime and we shouldn't be so caught up in who we were in past lives, um, that we lose sight of who we are now, um, so my past life regression that I did was to my first lifetime as a human. And the reason I know it was my first lifetime as a human was because I do a lot of work with pendulums, um, pendulums and tarot. And I asked both my tarot deck and my pendulums, um, more about it after I had done the regression. And that was the answer that I had come to, um, about this particular past life, but it was actually around 400, um, BC, or sorry, C 400 common era um, was my first life as a human um, that I could regress to. Um, and I was in Asia, um, I think in Japan. Um, and I was a young man in the beginning of my life studying actually Chinese medicine, which is what I'm studying in this lifetime. So very relevant to what's happening now too, as also the rest of my life progressed where i was so discouraged by not being able to heal everyone that i ended up in the woods alone um studying by myself just studying the herbs that were in nature and just being alone in nature um and it was very relevant to the whole idea of being quarantined right now and being stuck alone um so i feel like because of that energy i was able to tap into those memories of my energy having been in this place of deep isolation um, during that lifetime and i actually when i was in that later stage of my life i identified as female and i'm not sure which i actually was i just know that in that lifetime i was more or less non-binary um which is another thing i wanted to mention about the whole idea of reincarnation too where i think that um, this is going back to what i said about where we're born and how our energy gets pulled in at the moment of conception the idea that your energy could get sucked in because people are conceiving um, and your energy just happens to be closest but you might not necessarily have been ready or have your energy didn't necessarily want to go into that um physical existence but because your energy was closest at the moment of conception you got sucked into the energy of the womb and then became that life. Um, so the idea that some people feel really uncomfortable and feel like they're in the wrong bodies, I think can be explained by that concept of being pulled into um, being pulled into a, a, a woman or a female at the moment of conception um, just by sheer happenstance or circumstance of being closer um, than other energies that were in the area. And then also the idea that we seek out the, The life we want to be in, too, but the idea that it's not perfect and there's not like a clear path and not linear and all that, um, too. So it kind of all plays into it. Um, And then there was one other thing I wanted to mention that now I forget. Um, Oh, another my so my first past life as a human was 400 um, Common Era, and I also vaguely have this feeling that um, I have a deep connection with Celtic Ireland. um, And so I kind of have this inclination that I was one of the Tuatha Dé Danann, which were um, these beings of light that came um, down um, in ships from the sky um, during the time of Celtic Ireland. And I strongly resonate with possibly having been one of those beings. Um, prior to my first lifetime as a human Um, and okay I'm jumping all over the place now but um, so that's kind of like again it's not like clear-cut definite memories for me it's kind of um, bits and pieces and more like feelings of lifetimes that I've been in Um, and the idea that yeah my energy isn't necessarily just my own that my energy comes from potentially other people's energies, like we're all intertwined in many ways. Um, and uh, I'm wondering if every, anyone else is familiar with the idea of the bodhisattva, um, the idea that some of us have chosen to continue incarnating um, to help other people reach the state of um, awareness and enlightenment that we are all of the, these, we are all beings of light and love, and um, that we have chosen to continue um in the path of reincarnation until everyone and every bit of energy has reached this state of just like enlightenment in which case there would be no need to ascend as they say like the ascended masters there would be no need to ascend if we were all ascended so um i don't know if that makes sense but um
0: for sure yeah
2: (laughs) Oh Chris wants
1: to talk. Okay. It well, over to- well Rachel thank you so much for sharing and, and and again it's it's fascinating just being able to practice listening to someone who does again kind of like ha- cuz just hearing you talk about your past life again you know I I encourage each of us here again kind of what I was saying earlier be dis- use discernment in how we are developing our relationship with our past life I'm not telling people you know like don't be curious about that cuz I think again I think I think the idea of like a past life if we're just kind of looking at it from this linear perspective and everything like that i think the reason for it is actually to be able to help us fall in love with our mythos you know and and if anything i encourage us to kind of like find that story within your heart that weaves like a dope kick-ass mythos that actually brings you into your place of power that's the way i see it so i mean do i know exactly what my past lives were no i really don't and i'm okay with that do i have some best guesses and a little bit of an idea in terms of what the mythos of my lineage might be yeah i kind of do and maybe that's something i can talk a little bit about later because if i were to tell you some of it I'm sure like some of you would just be like, oh, okay, like actually like that kind of makes sense. And it's nothing like too, too crazy or out of the ordinary, but it really just kind of like brings in more of this solidification into who I am here, where like those past elements were kind of like, again, like echoes. And now here I am kind of like this crystallized version in this modern day world. Um, but yeah, it, it's incredibly fascinating. And we'll just kind of keep exploring uh, this topic here. And, and and I really appreciate even just mentioning like the Bodhisattva thing. Cause again, you know, um, yeah, like I I, for one, like, i'm i'm not in any rush to to kind of like escape any sort of wheel of samsara like i think this this reality is an incredibly beautiful gift there's a lot of work here to be done and so i mean even this is a side topic but again you know when you get people who are kind of in this idea of like you'd be like we gotta ascend we gotta ascend to the fifth dimension i'm like i'm like what's the rush like where are you guys going like like what party is happening there that's not happening here i mean like this is where like this is the excitement and everything there but again it's all relative and i understand people's uh, (laughs) desire to want to be able to just experience more that there is Chris I'll pass it over to you and then again we'll just kind of uh keep things passing around and and anybody else just kind of raise your hand and let me know if you got something you want to jump in with and we'll keep going from there so Chris go for it
3: yeah so um so kind of jumping off of um what you were talking about just like at the end there and like you know kind of going into and connecting with um you know what Rachel was talking about um as well like just at the end there when you were talking about um know how we arrive at ourselves today you know perhaps like you know we look at ourselves you know as this crystallized version you know like that has like you know kind of like solidified like you know where it's like reached like you know it's perhaps like the the densest like formation or you know it's really like the um you know ultimate complexification and you know like with that kind of like but with that at the same time you know it's kind of like we're able to reassess and you know like reconnect with all of these like parts of ourself and stuff like that and i think that you know the importance of reconnecting with these different parts of ourself is the fact that it's like you know we're all kind of calling all these parts back home like you know like we're bringing them all back into you know like the light of awareness like it's like you know like that's the reason why like i'm like so passionate about this too is like you know like uh well not necessarily the reason but you know like i wanted to share that i have a um like this tarot deck that like you know i'm really excited about being able to offer like um you know readings for people and stuff like that on this platform that i'm setting up because like you know i i love like being able to kind of connect with this like galactic lineage and the whole deck kind of you know follows this whole journey from you know this original state of like primordial unity you know where it's like everything is that state of one oneness and you know like that's like and then it goes and expands to card 108 and you know 108 I think I may have talked about this in actually like a past broadcast, but it was like a a while ago and I think it's important information to share anyway. But, you know, so like, you know, card 108 being like, you know, the card of, um, of emptiness and, you know, it's kind of like, we need to kind of like clear away all, all these blockages within our vessel in order to kind of like, you know, just receive and like, you know, channel this information. And it's so interesting how it's like, you know, like I feel like, this whole idea to like clearing and making space like within our vessels also related you know like spirit spiritually with um I was writing down you know all about the uh what what I was connecting to when um we've been talking and uh you know just kind of sharing about how like what can we learn from the past and not really being like so much so like uh caught up with like you know like what exactly it was but kind of like you know like I feel I was thinking about when you were saying that, like connecting to uh the wisdom of like Joseph Campbell and like when I was reading his whole book about you know the hero's journey and everything, about how he was talking about like you know identifying with like um you know being able to kind of like identify with like like what is that symbol doing for you now? that's kind of what he was talking about, or you know what is that like myth doing for you now, so you know it's kind of like what can we learn from Jesus's story in the past instead of arguing about like you know the historical truthfulness of like you know like his actual being and like where he was it's like what can we kind of take away from and learn that and I just wanted to say I'm, I'm not going to talk for too much hold the talking stick for too much longer but yeah like what made me pick up this book that I have is like it's a the ascension manual and it's like how to achieve ascension in this lifetime and it's like it's a it's an amazing book honestly I totally recommend it to, to everyone and you know, the back of it, just the caption, you know, it says a synthesis of the past and guidance for ascensions, you know, I feel like if we can kind of create this like synthesis and bring together these like just separate parts of us that may be like buried within the past, like, you know, that's what we can really use like a lot of like past life regression work for. And, you know, that's like really what we can gain from it. Not so much like so like, you know, focusing and obsessing about like, yeah, like, you know, like, what's like, you know, like, the actual like, you know, physical truth of what happened, like, it's kind of like, maybe we're not necessarily ready to um, learn, like, the physical aspect of what happened, or maybe that's not the important thing, you know, like, maybe we need to be learning these lessons physically in the world now, and we, that's, like, not the pathway in which we go about that remembering, so, yeah, just kind of, like, calling upon those ideas that, you know, like, I feel like past life regression can be, like, a A doorway for some people to really learn more deeply about themselves but yeah it's definitely not something that's like so necessary like yeah because you know like being here and now is like what's like really the most important thing so
1: yeah (laughs) awesome thank you thank you chris for saying that beautifully said that was wonderful yeah and 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 again you know just kind of like uh spiling off that we'll we'll pass over and, and Kristen. let me know um if, if you want to go next uh otherwise we can always uh, whoever okay cool um beautiful sunset by the way chris and i we got there for a second i'm like for a second i was like am i looking at a photo but it's a sunset there that's awesome um do i have anything that i want to say quickly in this moment um the only thing i was just going to say is kind of like this idea of like yeah again kind of i guess i kind of already said it but this idea of Thinking of like multiple even historical characters throughout history where it's like, is there a bit of Jesus inside all of us? Some sort of thing, and like in a literal, like in a literal soul sense or something like that. Um, But, but I agree. I I feel like, again, the big part of, well, I'll just say this real quick and then I'll pass over to Kristen. A big part of our journey um as chris kind of said is to be able to like see more of ourselves, to meet more of ourselves on this multi-dimensional level through like our own personal exploration but also the journey that we share with others but in addition to that ultimately a big reason why we are here on this earth plane based on my best guess is the fact that we are here to literally be able to heal to literally be able to heal And this is the idea is that, you know, a lot of people talk about this, this idea of kind of like ancestral trauma that's kind of been passed on and passed on and passed on. And you can't go through like millennia of human existence without making a little bit of a mess. And so like out of that little like, you know, out of that disharmony, it actually gives us a direction to be able to work towards harmony. And so I think, again, you know, even within this this lifetime, it'd be interesting to just kind of like have some sort of fifth dimensional scope if you could like be a fifth dimensional like higher dimensional or like a 12th dimensional being it doesn't even matter right but imagine you could see everything happening in the world right now there's a lot of crazy stuff happening in the world right now and imagine if you could see it and actually like see the soul lineage and the history of each person and be like oh this person's like carrying with them a lot of anger right now because of something that literally happened in the past. And that person it's like, it's like, my God, like we've been at war with each other for millennia and lifetime and lifetime and lifetime and lifetime and is it possible for us to kind of like come into this lifetime and to be able to, this is a crazy idea, but literally to be able to heal like generations of like wounds within a single lifetime. And maybe that's part of the idea why we literally carry with us, like a, we're not just as one linear reincarnated soul, but maybe we do carry with us multiple like soul lineages or so to speak, because within each and every single one of us there is the the capability for us to be able to heal all of that theoretically theoretically this is a very very powerful idea and and this is again we, we we're going to talk about karma and stuff and this is where it kind of ties in with karma and even dharma and we can talk about that in a second um but again i do think that is a very very powerful idea to be able to acknowledge that right now here on earth at this time And I think this is a big idea behind why the idea of, you know, like so many souls are kind of here right here and now, because we have the opportunity to be able to do some very powerful work where we can heal a lot of like ancestral lineage, trauma, timeline, wounds, etc. within a single lifetime. Theoretically, again, I, I this is just an idea. What do you guys think, though? Um, but, anyways, we'll pass it over to Kristen. I'm sure Kristen probably had something else to say uh, even before I mentioned that, but we'll just kind of take notes here and we'll keep going and maybe we'll talk a little bit about karma as we go. Kristen, I'll pass it over to you and then Ashley, we can pass it right over to you after that. So, Kristen, go right ahead, jump right in.
4: Awesome. So, I really did actually want to talk about karma and more about how maybe it's not so important that I think it's awesome that we can know the events that have happened and um, you know, that we can draw on those experiences. That's absolutely wonderful, Rachel. That's incredible that you've been able to, you know, grow and learn in that aspect. Um, but I do think that it's important to keep in mind too, that it's really for learning purposes, like all of our past life information and all of our um, karmic experiences, so to speak, you know, it's so that way we can really learn and grow and be the best human we can be in this experience and You know, so, for example, let's say you were a prince in another life and you had all the wealth and all the, you know, comforts of the world and you come into this life and you have, you know, you experience financial problems or maybe you, you know, experience homelessness. And, you know, I guess the point is that, you know, whatever struggles we may be facing, whether they're from past karmic experiences or current you know it's it's mostly just important to stay stay focused on the fact that we're here to learn from our experiences so that way we can grow and be better and help others grow and be better too um you know and just knowing that sure karma is you know one of those things like it it follows you good good bad you know wherever you go but it's all about learning and growing and being able to take those experiences with us to the future and um just become better humans for it for it
1: beautiful awesome thank you kristen and thank you for taking us on a walk so we can see the sunset that's a bonus <laughs> it's lovely it,
4: it's about to go down so i
1: know it's like that last little if i like peek my head up i think i can see it just that uh, you guys ever do that when like the sun's <laughs> setting and you're just trying to like get like every last drop and then and then it sets but then you're like wait if i like stand on this fence i can i can just see it just for another another couple seconds so yeah anyways kristen thank you again for for sharing that and we'll uh we'll pass it right over to to ashley if ashley's ready so ashley yep okay we'll pass it over to ashley then go over. go right ahead
5: um i just want to say it's really crazy that we're talking all about this stuff in terms of analyzing um if it's really of utmost importance whether historical events were really completely accurate or just attaining the um, the message and the metaphors from them I was literally having a whole conversation in my head um, probably a couple hours ago about this and I wanted to connect that with past lives in terms of so I've done this thing where I've meditated with intention to connect with past lives of a certain degree of energy like say I wanted to accumulate more freedom in my life so I make the intention to connect with a life where I I lived my truth I lived with the utmost freedom and the thing is like you don't have to necessarily believe in past lives you don't really have to necessarily believe in anything but when you connect with a story and your body connects with that and you um, you attain this like uh, emotional energetic frequency where you can then anchor that within your own body. So maybe it's real, maybe it's not. But your brain, if you start to think about it and you start to get those feelings of, I'm feeling this freedom or I'm feeling this feeling where I'm, I'm living my dreams, then just attaining that energy and grounding it within yourself is gonna be um, beneficial. And it's the same with, the infinite amounts of gods and goddesses from different cultures like you can believe it's a story or you can believe it's real but if you connect with them and you learn through them does it really matter <laughs> like i've been going through this like subject with literally my entire spiritual beliefs like of course i have beliefs about these things but in the end i've had this feeling where if i'm wrong i don't really care because it's serving me regardless and I'm improving and growing anyway so latching on to absolutes and is this 100% true is this 100% false like just find the truth that works for you and go with it because in the realm of infinite everyone's going to connect with different things Um, in different ways at different times. So someone, if they feel that's true for them, it feels true for them. And perhaps it's probably serving them. And that's why that's like just the beauty of creations like of creation itself is there's so many aspects um and multitudes of ways of doing things. And our truth may not be someone else's truth and vice versa. And that's like kind of the definition of spirituality to me is just finding your own truth through you I was kind of wavering off but um yeah badass <laughs> yeah
1: very badass absolutely <laughs> yeah i'll um I'll, I'll 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 spin off of that a little bit actually and thank you for bringing that up because uh this kind of brings me into something that i wanted to be able to talk about in terms of like how do we receive information about hints of our past life and stuff like that and, and what you're talking about this idea of like The symbolic importance of something is so primitive to this reality you know when you look at this reality it communicates to itself through the language of symbols like what we recognize as words and pictures and everything like that that all roots back to quote unquote symbols and this is something that we actually experience especially within the dream space within our dream plane and everything like that Um, so this is where again you know like for for when we're in the dream space, we may be given an experience that may be kind of like a, a, a view into our past life, but it's important for us to be able to almost still kind of see it through the lens of interpretation where we're seeing it more as symbolism, as a symbolic imagery. And then through there, again, kind of like with, with what Ashley is saying, um, again, you know, can you find the significance with within that symbolism? So whether, you know, like all of the exact details or this or that and everything like that, um, like again, like I'll just I'll just I'll just kind of like use my own example in relation to kind of like my own hints at a past life. Um, and we'll, I want to be able to talk a little bit about kind of like where do we get impossible information about our past lives, so to speak. And, and again, we're, we're talking about past lives, but it should also be like past lives and future lives as well which is kind of like a whole nother mind-blowing thing because it's easy for us to look back and open up a history book and have an idea of what to be able to like reference and stuff like that but in terms of like future lives like you know like what like what does that look like what does it feel like even you know um but even just in terms of uh, my own experience with past lives and everything like that again you know it was always something where Uh, I was open to the idea. I haven't had like a super visceral dream where like an angel came to me and said, this was your past life. That's never happened for me. And I'm okay with that. Um, But what I have observed are patterns. And I think patterns are an important thing to be able to take note of when looking for uh, hints about not again, whether we're just referring to them as past lives, or rather we're looking at it more as kind of like the energetic blueprint of our soul's journey you know would be kind of like more of like an accurate way of looking at it again kind of looking at it more from like a ubiquitous perspective opposed to even saying like This life and then this life and then this life. It's more kind of like what have been the consistent themes that have perhaps existed across many lifetimes. And so for me, one of the themes that that for me has resonated deeply within my heart and has synchronistically showed up throughout my entire lifetime um, have been themes related to elements of leadership. Obviously, here I am, you know, this is me kind of fulfilling my life path, like I do this natural thing where I'm a leader and everything like that. And then uh, even when I was younger growing up, I was always captain of my hockey team. So even when I was younger, it was kind of there. But then in particular, it was this idea of, you know, looking into the past and feeling, uh, a lot of this, but then also seeing the symbolism is for me, I would place my money, my like spiritual money or something like that on the idea that in a past life, I have some connection to being some sort of like military authority, general commander in a past life. So like, and that for me, like always just kind of like resonated where, um, you know, it was kind of like this idea of just kind of like this, like this kind of like stoicness but also this devotion and this duty and i always kind of had this interest in you know kind of like roman times and not even just like one particular place like that's the thing like i don't think Um, like I, I'm associating one particular idea to like, be like, oh, I was a past life. I was this soldier here in this war and stuff like that. As far as I know, like I've been a soldier in many wars, so to speak, maybe all of them, right? Like where are we kind of limiting this? But again, it's more so kind of like that theme that's important that I'm kind of picking up on. Um, but again, like that idea where for me going back to the idea of, can you kind of find the story that kind of like allows you to to like bring color to your mythos and for me it's just kind of like okay like imagine what it would be like for me to kind of like be in that space where i'm like helping lead people into the unknown and kind of like helping like kind of like build morale and, and helping helping people kind of like face this fear and kind of carry with them this strength and this courage and i look at that and i take the message from that i take the symbolism from that and i'm like how can i take that and kind of apply it into who I am today. Like, obviously like this, I mean, depending on who you ask right now, like boys and girls, this is a war, you know, if we really want to get down to it, like this is a war of consciousness. This is a war of mind and heart, so to speak. So in the same way, you know, like this is where, and, and even just saying that I got like, this feel like tingles up my spine. Cause it's just kind of like bringing me back to this energy. Um, but again, you know, it, for me, it was kind of like this idea of like, cultivating that energy of like what it would take to kind of lead people into battle not that i'm saying justifying violence but hey that's what things were back in the then and to be able to bring that same type of energy and how can i direct that energy towards helping galvanate people towards changing the world for the better you know towards like shifting consciousness to be warriors of love and compassion and everything like that um so again even for me like really quickly on my like past lives and stuff like that like i have I lean towards things of like, again, like even like Ireland, Scotland, the Highlands, I always resonated with that. I've always wanted to go back there. That's always been a thing. Um, Some sort of military like person and even like World War II, maybe I was just a grunt or something like that. Um, Even like the, the idea of like the Templars, like even within my heart, I was always just kind of like, whoa, like, I feel within my lineage, maybe in a past life, maybe I had some sort of connection with Freemason and Templars and stuff like that. This very kind of like myth, like mystical type element. Um, And then even within myself, there is this uh, idea of like the prince archetype is actually something that I carry within me. Um, And the prince archetype isn't even something that I just kind of like, chose it's not like hey i want to be a prince um the prince archetype and, and this is just kind of a thing that i don't talk about this often and the reason why i don't is because i know people will kind of like interpret it their own way um but i carry it in a very humble way where for me the prince archetype literally shows up within my reality uh through my name uh, my name brendan literally translates to prince and i didn't know this until i was about like 16 or 17. Uh, as I was starting to kind of like awaken to this archetype, into this energy. Um, So that in itself was kind of interesting. But again, like whether I know what Prince I was or was not, For me, it's kind of the symbolism of the prince and the prince energy is, again, it's about serving. It's about duty. It's about community. The prince is the one that will kind of be the voice between like the people and uh, the king. And the king, I see symbolically as kind of being like higher consciousness. So it's kind of like being that intermediate, that bridge between worlds. And then even then, still kind of like helping people see the prince and the princess within themselves. So if if the universe was just like, yo, Brendan, here's some like Prince energy. I'm going to do my best to be able to carry that from a very humbling place to be able to help people kind of like Tap into that like divinity within themselves. That's and it took me a while to understand that because even when I was younger, I was almost like the reluctant prince. I was like, like I don't want this. Like what? Like this is like this is heavy. This is a lot of responsibility. And and we all carry a lot of heavy responsibility. Um, but for me, I was able to kind of turn it into a place of empowerment. So those are just some of my experience. And again, some of that's come through. Um, I've had like psychic readings where someone like literally said to me, they're like, oh, you are a prince in Egypt. But again, I'm like, I'm like how many people do you say that to? Like this guy probably says that to everybody, right? Because again, it's like, we want to be able to discern where our mind's kind of grabbing onto these fascinating ideas versus like how it's actually serving us. Um, But let's talk a little bit, uh, and we can talk about karma as well as we go, but I want to be able to talk about where we can kind of get clues and hints um, about kind of like, and I don't just want to say past lives, but about like, you know like our soul blueprint, so to speak, the, the energy of our soul, so to speak. Um, and so I would just say real quick, and then I'll pass this over to whoever wants to jump in, whether it's Rachel or anybody, you guys, I know Rachel does, okay, good. Um, so I would say dreams, dreams are one thing. I would say like recurring themes within this reality um longings things that we kind of naturally feel drawn to or something like that you know like wouldn't it be interesting if growing up I had this longing to like want to be like a captain of a pirate ship or something like that or just any ship right maybe there was something within my soul blueprint where I was literally like on a ship in a past life or something like that um again uh divination divination is another one so again we could be working with tarot cards things like that um and uh da-da-da-da. and another thing this, this is kind of a caveat this is this is kind of like linked into this but almost a topic in itself um relations with other people because even through those relationships with other people that gives us a chance to kind of see our bigger soul blueprints um whether we're thinking of them as twin flames or, or soulmates definitely within soulmate type experiences um within those it's almost impossible to have a soulmate type experience without it kind of bringing to the surface some sort of like past life future life feeling emotion and i'll just say just for quick context um just within the twin flame soulmate thing just so i want to be able to kind of bring everybody onto the same page um twin flame i'm using that in the context of a twin flame relationship is any relationship that helps spark your growth it is not always necessarily romantic it is not always necessarily pleasant a twin flame relationship could literally be a relationship with your enemy a twin flame relationship could be my relationship with like a guy on the battlefield who I keep running into or something like that. Like literally there's a person, like there's people in my life and like, and they just like, for whatever reason, we just haven't gotten along yet, but that is my twin flame. And there's like some sort of karmic thing there and I can feel it. Um, And then, so the soulmate relationship is kind of like a relationship that usually is uh, more so romantic, but I mean, I guess you could apply this to even like kinship and there's many different forms of love even family and everything like that but it's a relationship where there's just much more of this harmonious respect it is a relationship where there is a balance where it's not so much like it's, it's not lopsided it's very respectful. it's very um again kind of like nurturing it feels like home it feels like home so if the relationship feels like home then that is often kind of like a reflection of a soulmate relationship but again that That archetype can kind of show up within a twin flame because again, you know, like, and maybe do we have multiple soul flames? Again, maybe that's a topic for another time. But again, I just mentioned that real quick in terms of how do we get hints of our past lives. So again, dreams, synchronicities, longings, divination, things like tarot readings, psychic readings with other mediums, um, friendships and relationships that we share with people, uh, even geography, uh, even where we're born might have something to do with it. Again, I'm just kind of brainstorming. Rachel, I'll pass it over to you. Let's keep cracking the mystery open here. Again, I can feel like the universe is just like, like we're diving deep. We're like, we're just like pulling back the layers of the mystery of the universe, which is exactly what we're here to do, right? So by the end of this conversation, we'll be like, whoa, like I feel we just like, as soul, as spirit, I feel like we like saw more of ourselves. We're, we're getting to see more of ourselves, And again, at the end of the day, I hope that this information is something that can be incorporated practically into your perspective to be able to empower each and every single one of us. So Rachel, passing it over to you, go right ahead.
2: So oh, I have to tell you a while back there, you kept t- talking about, I don't know if you noticed, I almost started crying there for a
1: minute. I saw something going on there. Yeah.
2: I had an out of body feeling of deja vu. Like when you were talking about having been a leader potentially in mm-hmm. like, like the Highlands and like Ireland or Scotland or like, and like any of those places, I just had this feeling all of a sudden, like, known you in past lives before like you have been a leader for me before very
1: likely yeah
2: like how much like home this space feels to me since i like immediately when i joined i felt like i was meant to be in this group and just so much love and light from this group and having this feeling when you were talking like i feel like i i feel like i know all of you guys from before and just having this moment of like this like deep feeling and yeah i almost started crying but (laughs) to tell you that because it was really powerful for me Um,
1: it's beautiful thank you
2: and especially because of um uh Kristen um her dream um dream that she shared in the dream log the other day actually and um mentioning that she had seen my face in the dream and how connected I had felt to um the story of her dream and feeling like I had been there with her um kind of also reiterates that too of like the idea of like familiar energy and faces and how much I really do feel connected with this space and this group of people. Um, and that there probably is some um, transcending this present moment and, and yeah. this space and time that we have connected, our energies have connected in past experiences, almost definitely, um, and how if you think about it too, like the idea, like what we are interested in, in this lifetime and where we find ourselves in this lifetime, I think really does speak a lot to who we've been in other lifetimes, whether past or future even. Um, and what we resonate with now really does speak to who we've been and who we're going to be. Um, and the things that we're interested in and also like finding yourself in this space is almost, uh, uh, kind of speaking to that too, like the the situations we find ourselves in, the people we find ourselves surrounded by, um, the karmic relationships we might have with people, the twin flame relationships that we do kind of cross paths with similar energies um, that we've encountered before. And maybe that is because we all have been everything as Ashley said, and we have maybe experienced um, kind of all things together. Um, and that when we do, maybe when we do die, in any given lifetime, we do return to that source of all knowing. And we do kind of have this awareness of everything that's ever happened and going to happen potentially. Um, and, um, gosh, I feel like there was something else I wanted to say along the lines of, Oh, you were talking about, um, themes of, of the lifetimes that we might have to do. Um, for me, it's very much like being a healer for me is a big theme in all of my, potential feelings and memories um, that I might have um again nothing super specific but again I feel like uh, as Ashley was saying like and, and you as well Brendan like is it is it good to get so bogged down in um like specific stories that we come up with like our ego is creating these stories that we want to uh stick to but it's almost better to stay very open to all the infinite possibilities um as Ashley was saying like Um, not just say like, oh, this lifetime for sure. I know that I did all of these things. Um, and this is exactly who I was, but again, more of like the feeling of, um, like I've been a healer before I've been a writer before I've been an artist in other lifetimes, like those kinds of things. Um, and, uh, that might be all I have to say for now. I was just really excited about the feeling that I had. So I had to jump in say that
1: but okay. That's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you for sharing Rachel and 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 I think even that like adding that to the list like feelings, you know, again, deep feelings, something that that's like the feelings that's like the soul speaking. And and you're right, Rachel. Like just from like looking at this from a logical perspective, we would have to assume if all of us, the people tuned into this broadcast, even the people listening, the people on air, if we've synchronistically come together here purely by happenstance, purely by like the will of the universe and our shared vibrations, one must assume that we've kind of like orchestrated this beyond this present moment because that's how everything happens so to speak but yeah like i definitely again if anybody here wants to kind of like feel into that vibe like yeah you know like let's imagine ourselves like together as a tribe in atlantis or something like that you know and ashley's got her cool like crystals ashley's like literally the character from atlantis i swear to goodness um but again you know like let's kind of like feel into that and even just kind of play with that play with that as a fantastical idea without actually kind of like taking it so literally but using it as a way to be able to empower you and again even even for me it's kind of like this concept of like you know there's certain people within within the community and everything like that where it's just like you know like i feel like you would have been someone who i would have been like standing next to on a battlefield or something like that and if this energy kind of like brings you into this space of empowerment then please feel free to use it and again maybe there were some of you who could have been like healers at that same place or they could have been like playing a different role or anything like that it's, again it's kind of like this like pick and choose your own adventure but again i think at the end of the day it's how we hold it. So, I mean, again, I can play with those ideas. I can play with those ideas without them needing to necessarily kind of, like if someone were to come up to me and challenge me on them, I wouldn't feel offended or something like that. Cause I would just be like, yeah, that's that's okay. Cause I don't even know either, right? Because that's when I think you can notice, and I'll pass it to Chris in a second. You can notice when there's an imbalance, when you, if you were to like go up to someone and not and again, not like it's not like you're trying to be an asshole and literally like challenge them and be like, you weren't this, you weren't that, or something like that. But again, just encourage them how are you holding on to that? And again, this is what I see in a lot of the, the personalities within the community who are just like, I'm a star seed and everything like that. And, and I'm not trying to make fun of them. I'm literally just kind of trying to like help us kind of like find a balance within this sort of perspective. Cause I, th- again, the star seed thing is literally just like the exact same story of holding on to the concept of a past life, but I guess in another direction or something like that. Um, but again, you know, it's kind of like this idea that, at the end of the day like aren't we all star seeds? Aren't we all old souls? Aren't we all reincarnated time and time and time and time again? That's what I keep saying. And just on the star seed thing, not that we have to get into this. I'll just say this real quick cuz this is a little paradigm shifting thing if you want to even just be able to use this within future conversation. Regardless of the fact that someone is or isn't a star seed, even though I think we all actually are star seed. Don't tell them that though. Um basically I th- I think at the end of the day we are all earth seeds. And so that's a term that I literally just made up like a long time ago because I'm just like, yo, like maybe we're star seeds, but we are undeniably all earth seeds. Meaning we are here now with our feet in the ground serving the earth and we are blossoming and we are growing, you know, and then and then it kind of like turns into this idea of like star flowers, star blossoms, earth blossoms, earth flowers. We're all earth flowers. Prove me wrong prove me wrong that we are not all earth flowers i challenge anyone but anyways uh (laughs) having fun here i'm glad everyone's enjoying the conversation chris we'll pass it over to you and um we got about a half hour less in the broadcast and then that way we'll kind of start wrapping it up otherwise we'll just end up talking about this for forever from here into the eschaton so chris go right ahead dude jump right in
3: yeah so I'm just like I'm so excited to share like I've I've just been like holding holding in like so much stuff like and accumulating so many like connections and stuff like that but I was able to honestly like ground that energy by like I felt called to like I got up like a second ago like first of all I needed to kind of stretch my legs because like I don't know I was just sitting on top of them and like you know they were going numb so I, I needed to move for a second but I went to go grab my um the tarot cards that i was talking about before like uh, so this is like the deck it's like the um, the galactic heritage cards. so like you know it goes in perfectly with like the whole theme about talking about like you know like our starseed heritage and i've been like so like i've always been so interested in that like element in the way that it's just kind of like you know like i feel like some other people may be deterred from kind of like you know tapping into you know like that kind of depth like or you know, like it's just like I think it comes to though from just kind of the connections that we've had in our experience and just kind of like, you know, like the different kind of um systems that we kind of connect to and you know, that we kind of like find our our way of like, you know, gaining meaning from the world around us. Like, you know, like perhaps like as we were talking about before, like, you know, like this just connects into what you were saying, like, you know, about how you felt connected with like the knights of the round table or the knights templar. Like, you know, like it's just like like i've never i haven't really felt that deep of a connection like with that necessarily like per se like you know other people are like super connected with like you know the energy of like egypt and you know like it's like we're definitely all connected to multiple time streams and stuff like that if we are believing in this whole concept of you know like reincarnation so like it really is not just like you know like one energy that was that we're kind of connected to but it's like it's interesting though how it's like um you know, I, I think about the concept of I, I know, like, I'm like jumping back into the reincarnation kind of like thing, but I just feel like it goes hand in hand with um kind of uh, what we were um talking about. And I guess it does kind of go hand in hand about like, you know, the, I think the original question was just like, you know, how we're getting like hints from our past lives. And, you know, like that honestly goes in perfectly with this, what, what I wanted to share with you with the um, tarot card reading that I basically did to kind of ground this energy that I was doing and so i was originally just pulling this um this one card because it was from everything that we've been talking about has been reminding me of you know this card is card number 80 in this deck and it is um about embracing family and it's of the um you know the zeta reticuli like species and the card after that is card 81 it's the of the zeta time stream and it's uh learning to nurture and you can see like you know they're all like having fun and embracing each other and yes you know like card number 80 you know and yeah the last card that i like pulled was creative communication which is you know that that's what we're all kind of doing and that's the energy of serious but i don't want to get like too far into it but i just wanted to like bring up the point that you know like in the reading like the two cards that kind of um came up um were of the zeta reticuli like species and like that's like a the energy that i've felt like really connected with them ever since i've gotten this deck and it was weird because i originally kind of had those feelings of very like Yeah, because people have all those stories about you know different abductions and stuff like that. You know, there's different kinds of um, stories attached to that species that makes people afraid of them. But like through working with this deck, it's like so interesting because it's actually like all about like what it talks about is like that the Zeta species like suffered like an emotional crisis where they like literally like basically detached from like feeling and emotion and basically were like all about like logic and reason and they completely like detached from like feeling whatsoever and so the the learning to nurture card is about that i'm not going to go too far into it but i just wanted to say that yeah like it it basically starts off in this like basically saying that you know when the zetas turned off their emotions in the ancient days and lost their ability to procreate they also lost the understanding of how to nurture so it kind of just talks about how you know like they cut themselves off from that and how you know like the card that i was just i was just smiling about like you know like this card of like embracing family because you know like i feel the same way just about like you know, I was connecting with Rachel earlier about like, um, I was like, <laughs> I went for like a run this morning, just barefoot in like the soccer fields that are behind my house. And it was just I was just smiling, you know, like with like so much gratitude and appreciation for, you know, like this space and like, you know, you guys here and just feeling like, you know, like that larger connection to, you know, like my human family. And also, you know, like, seeing that, like, you know, like, these cards are all about that, it just kind of shows that, like, I don't know, it's just its just very much so aligned, you know, like in the in the light of, you know, like what this card's like all about. It says like, you know, like coming from periods of isolation to just like, you know, opening up to seeing like, you know, the family all around you. It says, and you know, a lot of us are in isolation now. So it says to, you know, open our heart once again and reach out to your human family of all types, as well as your universal one. It is safe. You can do it. If you have a particularly strong connection to Zetas, this card can also refer to a lifetime you have lived during this era or a Zeta being contacting you from that era. So yeah, it just says like, you know, open yourself and reconnect with whatever aspect of family is appropriate now. Let their love heal the scars of the past and pave the way to the future. So I just feel like that beautifully connects with what we were talking about too, just kind of like healing the scars of the past. Like we can kind of look to the lessons of the Zetas, you know, the storyline that's woven, you know, that we can believe in or not, but, like, you know, like, the one thing about this deck that I've loved from the beginning of, of like, you know, being associated with it is that in the beginning it talks about, like, you can believe, like, you know, like, in the historical, what I was saying before, in the historical truth of, like, what it's talking about, or you can also just see it as this story from, like, you know, unity to fragmentation and realize that we can, like, look at that story of unity to fragmentation and see ourselves in it. So just, like, you know, connects to that one perspective that we can always relate and come back to ourselves so
1: yeah <laughs> awesome sweet thank thank you chris for bringing that up that definitely um gave me a couple things to just kind of think about and i'll just say this real quick and then uh, kristen did you want to go next and then i guess based on order we can pass it to ashley there or whoever wants to jump in um just let me know but we'll pass it over to you in, in the meantime and then again we're, we're gonna get close to wrapping this up We're we got about maybe like 25 minutes left in the broadcast um there's a very, very powerful idea, in it, and it relates to kind of like what, what Chris is saying, where I think it's very important for us to be able to understand that, you know, again, we as humans, we kind of latch on to things that fascinate us. And one of the things that fascinates us is our identity within this physical body. And so we have to understand that, again, you know, like this identity that we have right now, this ego, call it what you will is literally just like an outfit that we are wearing and so i think part of the journey that we are literally on is being able to go from outfit to outfit to outfit and to slowly begin to understand that we are not the outfit but we are actually the one who wears it and who is the one wearing it and this is like a very deep powerful idea this is where you get into the idea of like this is about us being able to understand that we are the soul or the inner being is kind of like another term for it. So uh, again, you know, it's, it's uh, with what Chris was saying. I, I think it's beautiful where it's literally like this journey. again, I say before where it's like literally like the dream awakening to itself and the universe kind of has this story where it's like, let's create this experience where we're actually one thing, but then we pretend to be a million different things in order to be able to find our way back to that one thing you know it's this this, this reality i've talked about this before but it literally goes through this pattern of wholeness to separation from wholeness to separation it repeats this over and over and over again it's the same rhythm of the breath it's the same rhythm of process of like awakening forgetting awakening and forgetting and so literally again within this incarnation i think it's interesting because you know If you were to look at the story of a human experience from the perspective of a soul, what would that look like? It would be like, okay, they're born into this reality. They go about, they live their life. They identify with this outfit or a hat, if you wanna think of it that way, something that you wear, this ego, this identity, and they go through it and they go through it, and they might identify with it the entire time. And then eventually it comes to the end of that experience and they die and they pass on. And then the soul kind of goes into this other dimensional state, And again, it's almost like something out of an Alan Watts, like audio clip that you've probably heard where it's like, oh, like that was fun. Like now I remember who I am like, oh yeah. Like I'm actually like this eternal being. And I was actually playing that. I was actually playing that role. You know, it's this idea that you can even kind of think of it, about it, like again, there's like some bizarre metaphysical joke here where right now we're like the character in a video game, but then the deep question is, who's playing the video game, right? Like who's on a higher dimensional level right now playing the video game? And it, and that's more so who we are again. And then even still like who's to say that's not a video game, but that just gets really trippy and fractally and everything like that. We'll have to bring Elon Musk on for the next episode as we start talking about that. Um, but again, you know, I think this journey... Of talking about reincarnation, it's also important to be able to remember that as much as we can easily fall into the fascination of identifying with that life, this life, like this life, like a future life or this life, or again, even the star lineage, the galactic lineage and everything like that, it's very fascinating and it's worth being fascinated by. It's an awe to it. The idea that we literally are, again, souls from all across the universe, so to speak, or from all within the universe. Maybe there is no outside. Maybe it's all just inside. And again, we all just kind of like come into this place and we we play. We're like actors on a stage, so to speak. And then at the end of the day, you know, we just kind of like take off the hat. And it's important for us to practice seeing each other as who we really are. But we don't have to wait for the show to be over in order for us to be able to know that. And that I feel is a big paradigm shift when we can really and this is where I think for a lot of people tuned in. We're already kind of like on we're we're, we're kind of leading the way within this existence where it's like, yes, we play with our identity. We play this role, but we do not we do not purely identify with it. So it's like, yes, am I Brendan? Do I own that? Absolutely. But at the same time, I also know that I am like this, like eternal immortal soul who is playing Brendan. And that same immortal soul or whatever it is, is you, is you, is you, is you. And so that's when it gets like into this very, very beautiful story where it's literally just us playing different roles in order to be able to ultimately be able to see ourselves. Because I will never truly be able to fully see myself from within myself. I will only be able to truly see myself through you, through another. I need that divine reflection. So how can we as leaders serve as a divine reflection for others to help them see who they really are beyond their ego, beyond their identity? So that's some like deep, deep stuff there. And I hope just by me talking about it, it kind of just like, Taps into a little bit of the heart space and even just kind of reminds us, you know, part of our journey, part of our mission right now is to gently help people return to that wisdom that is already there. It's like this journey back home type thing. So um, just checking in, Ashley, did you want to pass it to you? Otherwise, I'm not sure if Kristen or yeah. OK, we'll pass it to Ashley and then Kristen, please feel free to jump in at any time and we'll get close to wrapping it up shortly. Go ahead, Ashley.
5: Um, Thanks. I just wanted to touch on something that came to me um talking about reincarnation and themes and connecting to all that stuff is i wrote down using heart sparks as spiritual fire without detachment um, because whenever we like attach to something it's almost i don't like to use absolutes but it's potentially going to already create stagnation because when we attach we then are closing off doors to other opportunities um And other insights. And I just think it's really important to use this tool as the body, like this blessed gift that we've been given in this human life, as also a tool for understanding ourselves and spirituality. So when you're connecting to things, like, tune into your body and like, where do you feel it? And do you feel it in your heart? And what's that? What is that feeling like that feeling is your spirit speaking to you through the body? And intuition, if you feel it in your gut, you could feel it in all different types of places. Um, It's different for everyone. But to listen to that, um, because (laughs) um, there's this funny term about my old school, uh, you'll get a spiritual slap. spirit will come come and slap you and it'll let you know if you ignore it for too long, it'll serve you a lesson lovingly um, if that's ignored. And let's see what else I write down here. And I really liked what you're talking about about um, the aspect of the ego. It's it's always playing into duality, no matter what we're doing. The ego serves as a purpose of individualization for us to understand ourselves. But again, if we go too far, too far into the ego of identifying ourselves with other things, then we don't understand the opposite aspect of us of that we are all. And so they're feeding to one and one another it's always this flux and flow of um two concepts and this uh path of finding balance which is what the whole journey is about so we're all we're all learning we're all at our own pace and it's dope all along the way and yeah
1: that's it's it's dope all along the way yeah that's yeah. good i I like that it's like it's like here we are like these souls in this like immortal like hyperdelic experience it's like yeah it's pretty dope it's just it's what it is it's pretty dope. It, it really is though it really is it's really something special and again that's where i again i've kind of t- i even mentioned this last broadcast where it's like you know here we are and i like to kind of imagine that there's like a lineup From higher dimensional beings who are like patiently waiting to incarnate on earth or something like that they're just like oh like i wish i had a physical body like i wish i could like eat cake and like taste like a smoothie and like put my feet in the grass and stuff like that not to say they can't experience things but i mean it's probably a little bit different there's something very very special about what we have here and i think what makes it so special is the commitment is like the fact it's like it's like oh what's that you want to go through a journey where you like learn to love yourself and learn to heal and meet others and find your soulmate and do this and that etc etc it's like okay but you got to commit like you can't just like go in and go out you really got to like birth your way through this whole thing um and so it's it's again you know what makes our journey so unique is the fact that it's not just like a single moment it's a continuation of what has come before it so again i think that's where we as humans we love stories and again i think it's natural for us to kind of like seek the story within this concept of reincarnation And so um, at the end of the day, though, just allow yourself to kind of like be able to like make sure that we're we're living that story in a very present way, opposed to just being caught up in the fascination of living that story. And so talking about um, even uh, with what Ashley was saying about the idea that, you know, like this is all balance. This is all learning. We didn't talk about karma yet specifically. And so I wanted to make sure that we talked about that um, just to be able to practice seeing like, how does this fit into things? Um, And then we're going to get close to wrapping up this broadcast. So again, you know, what we refer to as karma, I think again, is a very, like that's humans trying to put a word on kind of like some sort of like spiritual energetic formula that like brings things into a place where they can present, where they can like experience a present moment that is going to be there to help them grow. Again, it's weird. It's trying to hard to explain with words, but um, very simply put, I'll, I'll explain this based on my understanding, but please, I'll pass it to anybody else. And, and I want to hear your thoughts on this. Um, and again, how this kind of ties in with reincarnation and everything like that. From my understanding, the, one of the best ways to be able to understand karma is to be able to also understand dharma. So dharma is what you can think of as like your golden path. This is my understanding of it. Maybe somebody else has got another understanding of it. Dharma is like your golden path. So the Dharma of your life, would be the path that helps bring you towards like ultimate realization. And that doesn't mean it will be like ultimate ultimate, but it'll be a path that kind of like brings you into your soul purpose, brings you into your fulfillment, brings you into the place where you are present and capable of receiving the lessons. But ultimately it's going to be our free will that will determine whether or not we like actually like learn from those lessons and then karma is actually this like universal energy that will constantly push us back onto our dharma when we wander off of it. So basically my understanding is that again, you know, humans have our free will is in our ability to let things go to step off the path when we are kind of like in this place of our like intuitive center we naturally find ourselves kind of gravitated towards uh this path and this is where we're, when we're kind of like in this heart space in this center we are in alignment with our dharma and that's when you start noticing the synchronicities that's when you start noticing all of these things just kind of aligning and coming together and it's just like whoa Like how many people have had that experience where it's like, it's like, oh my goodness, it's almost as if things have been laid out in front of me and just waiting for me to be able to arrive. And again, that's kind of like this idea of a Dharma where there's like from a nonlinear perspective, that path is already before you and call it just, you know, like a branch within a parallel reality. Um, But even still at any moment, at any moment. Our free will gives us the ability to step off that Dharma. And we could literally do that where, again, this is like kind of like a hypothetical situation. Like imagine if I were to like, okay, like I've spent 10 years setting up this project and everything like that, but nothing is stopping me from literally just like, I don't know, taking my laptop and throwing it out the window and walking away and just going somewhere else. I could do that, but I guarantee you, if I were to do that, the universe would send a shit ton of karma my way. And it would basically just be able to say like, look, like like we're gonna send you tough love until you kind of like find your way back to this path, so to speak, you know? Like if you're seeking that harmony and that balance, like it's gonna be hard for you to do that until you kind of like, return to your dharma. But again, your dharma shouldn't be something where um, it's necessarily always going to be seen as a punishment. But we do have to understand that on our dharma, there will be lessons and there will be challenges. So just because you run into an obstacle on your path, it doesn't mean that you're actually doing something wrong. Those obstacles along the path are an important part of your dharma that's going to help you grow. So that's kind of, again, my understanding of karma and dharma. And that's where, again, I feel like even kind of the more more mainstream concept of karma. Um, I'm not sure exactly like this. This is where this idea of like you do something good and something good will come back to you. That's more of like a law of attraction kind of energetic principle type thing. Um, but again, I know that like the basic idea of karma is like you reap what you sow. If you do something, something will help happen back to you. But ultimately, I think that observation is more so the observation of if you do something unjust then that means that you are basically um, moving towards a path within your dharma that will help you understand the action of your unjustness to be able to help create that balance. So again, I think karma is kind of like this natural mechanism within reality that constantly seeks balance. So whenever you act in an unjust way, it will help you bring justness through self-observation and ultimately like a reflective opportunity. But that reflective opportunity will ultimately only ever show up um, within your dharma, within your dharma, and again, like the karma will kind of like push you back uh, towards more of like that ultimate dharma, where it's like, again, I'm just gonna stop talking. It's weird. I can feel like my brain's just like, like it just like hiccups after a while because I just try and think about this so hard because um, it's such a multi-dimensional concept. But I think based on what I said, I hope what I said could just kind of like helps like distill things even just a little bit. Um, So again, at the end of the day, I would say our goal is to be able to kind of align ourselves with our Dharma as much as possible. And then the karma won't necessarily be like this kind of like thing where it's like picking on us. um, But the karma will actually almost be like uh, the energy that weaves itself into our Dharma that will continue to even like inspire us to continue further on our dharma so the karma will kind of like continue to like motivate us on our dharma it'll say like you'll like send us like good affirmations and good things like that again i don't know i'm just a human i'm just taking a swing at this this stuff's like it's crazy man anyways um who else wants to practice talking about this real quick and then we'll, we'll get close to wrapping up the broadcast shortly after that kristen we'll pass it over to you because i know you mentioned you, you want to talk about karma and dharma so go ahead And
4: So I I did kind of want to talk about the idea of just karmic lessons, kind of something that's very personal um, as far as something I've very much struggled with. So personal story, learn from it or not, I'm going to share. So basically a karmic lesson that I have been working on my entire life is um, just learning that self-love and in a very um, immediate way that I have allowed almost everybody in my life who is supposed to love and care about me, I've allowed them to abuse me or neglect me or take advantage of me. And so, and in these instances, it's been different people, different relationships, but, you know, each time I learn, like, oh, why, why do I keep getting myself in these situations where I'm constantly um, having to learn this lesson? It's a very hard lesson to learn. you think the first time around you learn it, you don't want to go there again. It's obviously something that's deep seated that, you know, it's not just about, oh, I need to love myself, but no, I really need to love myself. I need to not allow others to take advantage of me. I need to stand up for what I believe in and, and what is true to my soul and what is true to my heart. And in order to for me to really be able to learn that in a way that's going to help me be able to grow and be a better human, I've had to learn it the hard way. And I think that in some ways, if anything, it's helped me really be able to learn it in a much deeper aspect that i don't question it anymore because it's something that has occurred multiple times multiple relationships different you know scenarios so just keeping in mind that you know karmic lessons can be great they can be not so great but either way it's it's to help you learn and to really be able to look at those situations and say what am i missing here what why is this karmic situation constantly coming up in my life whether it's you know homelessness or poverty or whatever the situation may be, like I said, in my instance, it's, you know, self-love, but regardless, just being able to see those and really being able to learn from them and not allowing them to control you or overrun you or discourage you on your path, it can be very difficult, but I promise you, if you keep pushing through and you really be able to open your eyes to those lessons and see everywhere that you can learn, it's so much worth it that you become more whole and you be able to, you know, help others grow and learn, too. So just knowing that karmic lessons are there and to keep your eyes out for them. And I will always say journal, journal, journal. If you have something that comes in your head or, you know, an inspiration or a thought or, you know, a memory whatever, just write it down and always go back to those when you have a free moment when you're feeling a little more clear headed or um, less less judgmental of yourself, I guess. But anyway, that's, that's all I had to say about
0: that.
1: Kristen thank you so much for for sharing that and and again you know I I always I always reflect back on the idea that even even through through our stories of of trial or through our stories of challenge and everything like that again you know I always remind us that like any soul that is going through those experiences of you know like the challenge, the oppression, the uncertainty, the judgment, the wounds and everything like that. Any soul that is like literally like going through that is also going through that because they are literally here to be able to heal through it as well. And so that's where again, you know, I think as a very powerful reminder. I've said this before, but I know even just the concept of this um for those of us who have who've who've experienced those hardships within our life and all of us have. Every single one of us have it is literally those hardships are there because you as a soul are brave enough to have like chosen them in a sense. And I'm using the chosen term kind of like in a more kind of general way. Um, but again, more more kind of like in this way where um, you can almost kind of imagine this. And then we didn't even really talk about this. We'd start getting into like soul contracts and stuff like that, where I, I just kind of imagine the scene where it's like you're incarnating onto earth and you kind of like choose your, you choose your parents. You choose your race. You choose your geography. You choose your gender and things like that, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You choose your profession. Da 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 da. You choose your soul tribe, and then from there, there's like a list. And it's like, what traumas would you like to heal? Check off five, at least five, you know? So it's like, oh, okay, you know, like childhood wounds. Okay, lack of self-love. Okay, you know, like uh, not speaking my truth, uh, you know, like uh, dishonesty, things like that. So it's like literally like all of these things that we go through, again, all of these like little like shadow aspects within ourselves. we go through them because we are brave enough to transmute them. You know, and, and that's the thing. It's not just like I use the word heal, but the word heal should almost be more kind of like replaced with like transmute uh, in, in, in another context, you know, and in its own way, where it's again, it's being able to kind of like transform something from what may be a disheartening situation into actually something that can be a form of empowerment a form of optimism, a form of hope. And this is where, again, you know, I remind each and every single one of us, especially those of us who do go through uh, these these challenges and these lessons and everything like that, I always remind us that, you know, your story is not your own. And I think what's beautiful is that for those of us who do go through those challenges, That gives us a very special gift. It gives us the gift of wisdom. And then that wisdom is something that we are literally able to communicate to someone else. You know, for each and every single one of us who goes through that, we're capable now of talking about it, of even making a TikTok or a YouTube video about it, where it's like, yo, like want to know how to be able to kind of like transmute through stuff or like deal through things and everything like that. Like here, here's how I did it. Here's how I'm still doing it. You know, I'm still learning and everything. So, again, I think just having that kind of mindset of being able to show up for each and every single experience as a student of the cosmos, you know, again, kind of going back to this theme of reincarnation, it's, it's like a school. We're students. We keep returning to this school. And so, in that sense, instead of it just being like, oh, you know, karma's kicking my ass and stuff like that, instead, it's more us kind of intentionally setting the mindset of showing up and getting curious and being what is the lesson here and how is this actually a path that's leading me towards more of my empowerment and how is this actually something that's bigger than myself and how can my ability to be able to transmute through this process actually end up being a beacon of hope for others someone looks to you and they say whoa like what like you've you've made it through you've made it through the darkness that gives me hope that really really gives me hope so again that's where i remind each and every single one of us that your story is bigger than your own. So again, you know, if you're creating content and everything like that, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, and it's not even necessarily content. Like it could literally just be a conversation that you end up having with someone. I guarantee you the universe will put you on a path and says like, look, here's an echo of where you were in your past, here in front of you. What can you say to them to be able to help you? And then you doing that, you being kind of in this place of like mentorship will actually help you see more of yourself. It'll kind of like remind you of this archetype within yourself would be like, whoa, like there's that healer. There's that teacher, you know, there's that guide type thing. And you wouldn't have been able to go through it if you didn't, if you hadn't gone through that karmic experience or whatever it is that we're calling ourselves. So again, I think the karma that we were referring to is ultimately the lessons that we have been given and I don't want to use the term "gifted" because, again, that that doesn't seem right. Considering some of them can be so challenging, Um, but there is, again, you know, the the souls who carry the heavier weight are very, very brave. And so, and I say every I say every single soul is incredibly brave because we literally all came here to be able to transmute this like shared shadow the shadow that you have inside of you that you've experienced that other that this etc 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 it's all one shadow literally that is a crazy idea to be able to think of like your darkness their darkness his darkness the darkness in like the other side of the world that you hear about on the news it is all one shadow sort of thing. So therefore, by you healing it within yourself, you are literally assisting with the collective. We get into this idea of like, oh, how can I help the world? I'm just one person and everything else is happening outside of me. But this brings it back to a very logical understanding of literally you work on yourself and it ripples into the collective. It literally changes like the hologram itself. Um, so again, I think this is where, as we kind of tie it back into to reincarnation, and everything like that, I ultimately feel like this journey of reincarnation is this journey of being present with lessons, being able to understand the reason for the lessons and being able to kind of like show up to them mindfully, consciously as a student and also with this sense of bravery. And I hope we carry that with us forward into the future challenges that are still to come because every challenge is just, it's just training. It's training for the next. It's practice. Think of it what you will, but ultimately, it is there to be able to help you see more of yourself. So again, as we kind of awaken that consciousness, we awaken into that mindset, which can be a very empowering thing to be able to bring us through that moment, and also to be able to like deeply, deeply trust the universe. The universe is a crazy, beautiful thing that kind of has this bigger vision that might be beyond our scope. And I don't think we're entirely supposed to be able to know all of it from where we are because part of that lesson is being able to deeply trust. And I know that's been a big part of the learning experience for all of us. And again, that in itself is a lesson. Next time you see someone else go, like this is happening right now all the time. Like there are thousands of people waking up to their spiritual journey right now and they are uncertain. They are struggling. They are going through darkness. For those of us who have been working on this for the past like decade or even the past couple of years, however long, it doesn't even matter. Infinity, infinity, right? Like you're not new to this. You've been doing this for incarnations. You've already done this. You're in the future already, et cetera, et cetera, right? But again, you know, like bringing it back to that place of empowerment, how can our journey be inspiration and healing for others along the way? And I think every single person here, I really just honor the fact That each and every single one of us here, no, it's not like, it's not like we like someone told us to do this, right? Like no one told you, Hey, help shift consciousness. No one's like, this isn't like a, like some like teacher gave you an assignment or something like that. But in a way, maybe they did. Maybe that higher dimensional teacher kind of did, so to speak. And maybe this is a plot twist. We are that teacher like what, like we are like, we we're the student and the classroom and the teacher. It's all us, man. It's all us <laughs> spoilers. It's all us. But anyways, um, I'm just babbling on, but, I, but I hope again, just by me saying that just kind of like plants a little bit of a seed of empowerment and purpose uh, within each and every single one of us. Cause that is the intention of this broadcast to be able to create a little bit of clarity and to be able to understand that, you know, from past life to present life to future life, it is about learning, it is about transmutation, it is about inspiration and it is about kind of the bodhisattva about being able to help assist others along the way. So, and seeing yourself through that service. So find service and purpose and that service begins with yourself. Um, Rachel, you want to respond to, uh, Ashley, did you want to jump in before? Cause we passed it to Kristen and last time if we were going with that order, but otherwise- Rachel, we'll, go, we'll We'll just go to you first, and then we'll pass it over to whoever else. And then we'll get into some closing thoughts in the next little bit. So, Rachel, go right ahead.
2: I feel like we got a little out of order there for a <laughs> second. Um, but, um, I I wanted to say about, um, gosh, I feel like this was related to what you were first saying about karma, and then Kristen as well. Um, just um, the idea that I'll try to be. I'll try to be concise here. Um, the idea that the universe shows us things exactly when we're meant to experience them, um, and how um, it kind of is relevant to the past lives again, too, in that um, you know, remember not remembering certain things for a reason, um, and also experiencing certain things in our lives at certain times. Um, I totally believe that everything does happen for a reason, for better or for worse. Um, in, and especially because of um, my story of how I got to where I am right now, um, I actually did four years of nursing school and failed um, one test by two points my senior year um, and found myself floundering for a while, completely unsure of, because that, that was what I thought my path was. Um, and then, um, gosh, like eight months went by and I found myself Um, looking into other modalities of healing and um, different medicines that weren't nursing um, or um, I guess less traditional like hospital um, professions and found myself studying acupuncture and oriental medicine and that has actually been so pivotal for me for my spiritual journey too um, for um, so many parts of my life that that just wouldn't have unfolded if I hadn't if if i hadn't failed that one test there are just so many things that wouldn't have happened the way they did and just this feeling that i've had since that happened like obviously it was horrible and crushing for me when it happened but there were so many things that happened after it happened that i i just knew i was getting all these signs from the universe that it was meant to happen and that i was exactly where i needed to be and headed exactly in the direction i was supposed to be headed even though in that exact moment, it felt horrible and crushing. So I feel like there is something to be said for like, looking back on things, we do realize, um, like, for Kristen, for example, probably didn't realize the first time having an issue with a relationship didn't realize like, oh, this is because of all of these other layers of my reality playing into how I'm interacting in these relationships. Like it takes a couple times, like, I feel like the universe does keep sending us the same lessons over and over again. If we don't learn it, we're just going to keep Um, getting the same lesson um, whether it shows up in the same form or not Um, and then also just trusting in your in your gut in your heart like Ashley was saying just trusting in the feelings that you get because um, you know you kind of have to do have to step out of your mind and your ego and just go with how you feel and and be present in the moment with how you feel um, but also still be aware of everything else that's going on around you and outside of you um and that's all i had to say about karma really so pass it along to i think chris had his hand up. <laughs> yes
1: I, I i was just acknowledging that i'm like oh right chris put his hand up and i forgot to pass it to him so chris we'll, we'll pass it over to you and, and again i feel we could almost do like an entire other broadcast of just like examples of things in our life happening for a reason you know kind of like if this didn't happen then this 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 and here we are. So Chris, passing it over to you Do go ahead, jump right in and we'll get close to kind of like closing thoughts. This will be kind of like one last time around the circle for everyone. Go for it, Chris.
3: Yeah, like <laughs> exactly like you're saying, like, you know, like I just feel like it's always just so interesting, like, you know, just because like I feel like, you know, like we all are present, like, you know, like in this conversation. And it's just so interesting how it's like kind of like, um you know, like, a bunch of stuff, like, will kind of come up, like, you know, like, when you're talking and stuff like that, but then, like, you know, like, that I want to say and that I write down, but then, you know, you end up kind of going over and addressing it, and I just feel like, you know, like, it's, like, you know, there, there really are just, like, so many, like, lenses and different, like, you know, ways in which we can, like, look at and, like, you know, kind of relate, a lot of these, um, you know, concepts and ideas, like, about karma, like, you know, like, there are just so many different, like, conceptual frameworks, like, you know, and different kind of, like, idea structures to kind of, like, you know, jump into and, like, kind of, or, you know, different religious traditions that you can kind of, like, you know, pull from and stuff like that, and yeah, I was, the reason why I'm just, like, addressing that is because, yeah, I was going to go into, you know, talking about a lot of different things, like, the one thing I wanted to, I guess, just, like, you know, bring up that um, came up for me. Um, you know, just in kind of the whole idea of like reintegrating all of these aspects of self, like, you know, so like, you know, the shadow aspects of self or the parts of self that we kind of maybe don't want to look at, you know, like, and, you know, kind of like seeing those in, in being able to, you know, integrate them in one way or another, it kind of like, you know, it brings about this, like, you know, transformation of, of consciousness and we can kind of integrate them because you know like, like it can heal these past timelines and stuff and so yeah and i know that i was kind of talking about that before and stuff but i just wanted to say that you know like this idea can kind of enter into what you know carl Jung was talking about with like you know the like i, I love his work and everything but you know like he brought up with from the psychological perspective this you know the the whole ideas the ideas of the collective unconscious and you know the collective consciousness and like you know like those ideas I feel like are very like relevant and you know like to what you were talking about just with how you know it's like it really is this like kind of collective mind and you know like if you think about the collective mind to being like a lot of this unconscious it really is like bringing that stuff up to the surface to be healed like you know if you think about like the the visualization or you know like the the visual symbol of you know like the iceberg with like all the stuff underneath the surface you know it's like that's that's diving deep, like, you know, to uncover these deeper layers of like stuff that's not like readily visible, you know, that's not just the material, you know, it's like, I mean, in the ice, in the iceberg metaphor, I mean, I guess the bottom of the iceberg is still material, but you know, like, it's still like, it's the unseen, you know, like, it's that which is not like on the surface of things. So like, yeah, it's just an interesting way to look at it that you know, we're bringing this stuff up to kind of, uh, you know, be looked at, you know, so we can like see our, our whole selves more clearly and, you know, like hopefully heal and, you know, then bring that out to the world, like you were saying. So yeah, I just wanted, I guess, you know, like it's, I, I share your perspective in a lot of ways and yeah, like I just, yeah, it's, it's great to, you know, be able to share my, my perspective in that matter. And yeah, I guess I, I kind of wanted just to say, I guess do my closing then that, yeah, I just like, you know, appreciate all of you guys like you know, and being and participating and being a part of uh, being a part of this, like, and I really always, um, really value and um i really value and appreciate um you know like having the time to share and express on here because the one thing yeah i wanted to i guess say before though is that like when you're talking about like you know like inspiring us to become like you know like seeing the teacher within ourselves. like you know like i wanted just to just like you know like tell you brendan that you know like, i feel like you really like show me more of that you know and everyone in this call like you know i feel like and myself in speaking and, you know, choosing to share, you know, like, it's like, but you providing the space, like, you know, you allow me to see more of the teacher within myself and that, you know, like I can be sharing this information too, you know, like on like a platform and like leading kind of similar discussion based things in in my own way. So like, you know, like I really appreciate you like empowering me through, through doing this and, you know, like, you know, just kind of being a part of it. So yeah, I'm appreciative of that love you guys
1: <laughs> awesome thank you dude love you as well man yeah again i just love the the mandelas that we create together here every time we jump on a call so awesome and and again you know like I, just by us being here i feel like again it's this practice of like the universe seeing a little bit more of itself so i think there are some things talked about here that theoretically have never been talked about in this exact same way we have we have kind of like created a very unique experience in this moment as is every experience but again you know it's because we came together with intention and um yeah ultimately i feel like that is kind of like the natural thing uh for for us to just be able to do as humans to be able to come together and just kind of be able to get very curious about this reality but ultimately bring it back to that place of of empowerment and and again just being able to move forward with our story with our mythos with you know carrying with us these these very powerful ideas so well, uh, again, like I said, we're just going to go around the circle one last time, and then we'll get into our little closing meditation. So, any closing thoughts on gratitude, uh, on on reincarnation, or any other thing else you want to bring to the table? Uh, now it's time, um, Ashley or Ash- Ashley, and then and then Kristen, maybe. Okay, all right. Okay, pass it over to Ashley first. Yeah, go for it, Ashley.
5: Um, I just wanted to say that I think it's really important that we establish kind of the biggest ways that we learn our karmic license lessons. Like there's so many different ways and avenues and trials and tribulations to do it. And I can only speak from my experience, but mine has been through relationships. I've pr- pretty much always been in a relationship like my entire life, but I've learned the greatest, hardest, deepest, um, lessons for that. I want to thank Kristen for your vulnerability. I totally understood, you know, going through, you know, abusive relationships and, but learn, but understanding the the depth and the growth for that. And I just wanted to interject really quick too. And I wish I could just like shout this to the top of my lungs to the younger generations is these heart feelings, these romantic, powerful pull magnetic experiences that we feel to other people sometimes it's not romantic I mean it is but it's not because they're the twin flame or the soulmate or however you want to label it it's because they serve to teach you a enormous lesson that can come with like a lot of pain um yeah I'm just gonna start telling all the young kids that (laughs)
2: that's
1: a great (laughs) message (laughs) that's that's a great message Ashley and and um, I've, i made a video about this once and I'll just mention it real quick here, but literally it was this idea. It was like, it was like the secret of the heart and it was, and it was basically like, like for everybody out there, like the heart will lead you to where you need to be it won't necessarily always lead you to happiness and and yeah it would be interesting if we kind of knew that before going into a relationship because you're right i think when we're young we just feel this and we go into it and we're just like joy happiness and then disappointment collapse destruction and then rebirth but it's, it's hard for us to see the full narrative uh, from that perspective but yeah it, it, you're right even just within that like there's like karmic elements to that, because we attract what we need uh, in in a sense, so yeah it's it 's uh, every person that 's kind of like this very special role to play uh, within our experiences, and definitely the ones that are very heart oriented wherever the heart goes, you know that is where there are lessons to be found and, and again, you know i 've said this before, but i 'll just say it just for anybody who needs to hear it your heart doesn't necessarily simply break it breaks open and then in this opening it allows you to be able to like see more ways for where you can kind of like send love to yourself because every single relationship leads you to the next one but sometimes that next relationship isn't another person it can literally be you and ultimately every relationship should lead you back to you you know and then that's kind of as you work on that everything kind of evolves from that but anyways we'll have to spend an entire another broadcast just talking about uh you know like conscious relationships or, or conscious lessons of the heart and everything like that because it's definitely um similar similar to you uh, ashley as well a lot of my lessons have been like heart oriented and i'm sure that goes for everybody as well um but yeah again you know it's it's something that is just a natural part of this soul journey i would say so um yeah and a- ashley again just because we're gonna get close to wrapping it up is there anything else you just kind of any or even just any gratitude you want to share and any closing thoughts on reincarnation in particular, but otherwise we'll uh, just pass it off and wrap up the circle, so.
5: Um, just gratitude. I definitely connect with um, Chris in this process, being able to see ourselves in more of the role of the, of the teacher. And I'm really glad I hopped on, even though super late, because my soul just told me, like, just get on there. Like, it's cool because it's scary to share your thoughts and your voice especially when it's not entirely part of the norm um but it's vital that we speak our truth um and yeah i'm grateful uh with to uh, connect with all you guys and for brendan pulling me in the space everything we talked about i feel like at some point during the day i I thought about so i'm kind of having like a mind trip there so (laughs) all in love all in connection it's all good
1: (laughs) very cool awesome yeah that's 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 usually like a good omen when like the synchronicities you know i'm sure that happens with other people it's like this like collective like hive mind weather where it's just like what like i was thinking about that earlier now we're talking about it so again you know the topics that come up in this space are like the topics that kind of like need to come up, like that need to, like it's the soul just kind of, that's where the free flow aspect of this, this is a part of the practice. You know, in this moment, we kind of intuitively, we're just like, okay, let's find a starting point. And then the practice is like, what does the soul need to express in this moment, you know, and then to just be able to practice that expression. So thank you again, everyone for, for being a part of it. And even for those of you listening in the future or live, for those of you being able to be a part of this discussion, simply by being present with the knowledge that we're sharing. And again, I just encourage you to be able to like integrate this and carry it with you. Um, again, we're just going to close off the the circle here. Um, Kristen, Rachel, if either of you want to just be able to add in some closing thoughts, please Uh, feel free to do that and Kristen, um if you want to unmute your microphone and jump in with that sign go for it i think because your camera just kind of toggled off um and then we can pass it over to rachel and then we'll just finish it off with a little closing meditation or we can pass it to rachel first and then if Kristen wants to jump in after that's totally fine so rachel we'll pass it over to you closing thoughts on tonight's topic and
2: I just wanted to say thank you so much for holding this space. I'm um, so happy to join in again this week. Um, very, um, very energized and um, just lots to think about. Um, definitely um, really inspiring to hear from you guys. Um, and Everyone's perspectives on this topic and kind of how we were all saying different things but really it felt like we were all saying this like generally the idea of everything we were sharing was all the same which was really beautiful to think like okay we're all individuals with our own ideas about this but really like are our ideas really that different from each other and just like the beauty of having these conscious discussions and realizing that you know like bringing up different points isn't like it doesn't feel like we're contradicting each other in any way it feels like it all kind of can mesh together and make sense um from all the different perspectives and that's just really beautiful and i just really i'm so grateful to be part of this space and to have shared this with you guys tonight and thank you so much
1: beautiful awesome thank you so much Rachel and and yeah lo, lo, lo and behold that is the the synergy of synergy circle right there you know the intention is in the name and yeah that's exactly what it is all these kind of like Multiple points of view, points of view coming together, and out of it kind of like bursts something new, you know. And, that, and that's, I think that's a big part of what life is all about. So beautiful. Um, looks like Kristen, I, th- I assume her, her phone probably just ran out of battery or something like that, but I'm sure Kristen just kind of like thanking her again. She sends her love. And with that said, we're just going to finish this off with a little closing meditation. So if everyone just wants to take a moment here to just kind of gently close your eyes. And again, just by listening to my voice, allowing yourself to straighten up your spine, relax your face, begin connecting with your breath. And as you breathe here, just bring yourself into this place of gratitude. And again, I invite you to imagine all of us sitting in a circle somewhere. And whether you're imagining us like inside a yoga studio or at a round table or maybe inside of a, or in a park outside in the grass, wherever you choose in this moment. Just taking a moment here to kind of look at all the different faces, the different souls, the many the many different parts of ourselves who have joined us here in this present moment and even in the future. And just allowing yourself to see them, to smile at them, to acknowledge them in this moment. And from here, just inviting everyone to just kind of imagine themselves like standing up and we'll all just kind of like bring ourselves together into the circle as we all just kind of like gather together in a nice beautiful pine cone shaped group hug with kind of like layers to it and you can imagine yourself kind of like in the middle of it somewhere and as we conclude this practice with this like beautiful group hug if you choose this is totally optional you can just like stand wherever you're comfortable but even in this moment imagine yourself like in this hug whether you're on the inside or the outside we're just going to kind of allow ourselves to drop into this shared rhythm, this shared biorhythm. And I want you to physically add like a little bit of a sway to your body right now. And if you've ever done like a group hug like this, this is something that happens where like basically everyone kind of like becomes like one organism. And then there's this gentle sway that just kind of naturally arises. And so just breathe here. As you feel this space, as you feel this gentle sway, as you feel this breath of us, a tribe, a team, a family. And I'm just going to stop talking for just a few moments. And I want you to just be in this space of heart, be in this gratitude and speak words from your heart to to the circle, to the team and allow yourself to hear anything from this space as well. So just breathe here just for the next few moments. Just take one more nice, gentle breath. And then from here, we'll gently just kind of imagine slowly letting go of this group hug. And let's just finish it off with some deep inhales and some nice sighs on the exhale. So deep inhale, exhale. (sighs) We'll just do one more of those and bring our awareness back to our body. Deep inhale at your own pace. (sighs) And just taking a moment here again, thanking everyone. And when you're ready, gently bring your awareness back to your physical body. Open your eyes, wiggle your fingers and your toes and return your awareness to the space around you. Beautiful. Awesome. Did you guys feel that? Did you feel the love? It's palpable. It's right there. It's always right there in your heart. That's where I'm pointing right now. So beautiful. Beautiful all right thank you again everyone so much it's been an honor it's been a joy it's been a celebration and as always we will be back here once again so for those of you who are tuned in reminder you can join us again thursdays at 8 p.m eastern standard time for another free flow conscious discussion unless mentioned otherwise sometimes we kind of rotate through a couple other different types of broadcasts on the show you can also find the mp3s for this in the show notes for this episode or paradigm shift radio on itunes and you can also find links to the people that you've heard on this broadcast on the in the show notes for their instagram or their tiktoks Uh, you can find rachel at ray of light on instagram spelled r-a-e you can find chris on instagram at forward slash chris kulik spelt k-r-i-s-k-u-l-i-c-k you can find Kristen on instagram at pin oak rising p-i-n-o-a-k-r-i-s-i-n-g and you can find ashley on tiktok at heart logic harmony spelt how it sounds and um ashley can also uh, her instagram is also i'm gonna pull this up i got notes right here you can also find ashley on instagram at Heart Logic Harmony. Perfect. That made it easy. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was the same thing or not. All right. So, and again, you can find me on TikTok and Instagram at Mystic Spider Man and be sure to subscribe and share this broadcast with your friends. And yeah, join us again for this for another broadcast. You can always join in for our future, our our team meditations Monday to Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And again, if you haven't already yet, you're welcome to connect to our team chat, our Discord server. And if you want to be able to join as a leading member, be sure to check out the Patreon or even if you just want to sign up for the Patreon to be able to add your support, to be able to add your your contributions with a monthly contribution of whatever amount, get some cool perks and discounts. It is all equally appreciated. So thank you again, everyone so much seeing the gratitude from those of you in the YouTube chat. Thank you for those of you for being a conversation in the YouTube chat. And yeah, as always, it has been a beautiful soul expanding experience. My paradigm has slightly been shifted and I hope yours has too. So let's carry this energy, carry this vibration with us, carry this shift with us and bring it with us into our day, into our week, into our conversation, into our personal work, into our, art whatever it is that we're naturally called to do so with that said wrapping it up here and on behalf of myself and all the other people tuned in you guys can go ahead gently unmute your microphone and go ahead and join me in making some noise as we send off some love to all the people tuned in so make some noise send some love go ahead wolf owl or whatever (laughs) <laughs> wolf tribe forever beautiful all right thank you again everyone playing the outro music now as always keep it shifty and we will see you in the future much love Bye. Bye. Special thank you to Danny Leonardo, whose music is featured at the beginning and end of this podcast. Be sure to check out more of Danny's work in the YouTube info below.